Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode number 15 of the Sofa Chronicles. My name is Josh, and as, as, as ooh, goddamn, here we go already. As always, I am here with the ever so glorious and beautiful and handsome Mr. Jacob Giles, who is currently away from his microphone because our guest today brought cookies. And that seemed important, and I agree. But he's behind me. There he is. So delicious. So good. I don't know if y'all know this, but Chips Ahoy makes a version with Reese's in it. And I feel like they're chewy. And they're chewy. I just saw that they're chewy. They're chewy. chewy. And I feel like we could solve a lot of the world's problems I if we feel, could just get that out. I feel like so many things could be solved <clears throat> with chewy cookies. Two cookies with Reese's peanut butter cups in them could definitely solve a lot of problems around here. <clears throat> Excuse me. The dad noises already. You're welcome to our number one fan for that one. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today. That takes on a whole new meeting now. Ladies and gentlemen, our <laughs> guest today, you can find her on her show on YouTube called Define Normal. It just so happens that the season finale will air the following day that this episode debuts. So June 1st is the season finale of Define Normal, which I'm looking forward to seeing, by the way. She also has a podcast called Recommended to Me by a Friend. She does with her associate that she does her show with, Miss Leah, who unfortunately could not be here today. <clears throat> but we have the first half of the team. You can find her as Charlie on Define Normal. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Aubrey Stillo. How are you doing today, ma'am? I'm doing very well, and how are you? Doing wonderful. I had cookies. This you- is one of those moments where I, I wish I had the uh, like a little soundboard. I could have a whole crowd noise going. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, just the applause in the background. Yeah, applause in the background. That's probably the best intro I've ever given anybody. It's pretty that's, good. It's definitely the best intro I've ever had, so that's great. Yeah, it was really good. I'm proud yes. of um, Dad kudos noises. On your, kudos on your self-control getting like the whole stack <laughs> and not just the entire package. Look. <laughs> no I thought about it. I did. I thought about it. <laughs> no judgment. Like, I I brought them for you to eat. Like, that was the plan. No, they would be eating. <laughs> They the shall be devoured. There's, fu- there's eight fucking cookies six. over there. Six. She's six. 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 just like, congratulations on your self-control. Well, he didn't bring the whole packet. That would have been all like crinkly. I, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I thought about that. Oh, I was like, God, do I dude, want to make noise? Yes, I do, but... We have to be somewhat adultish right now. Yeah, this is about as professional as we get. No, it's really not. <clears throat> it's We used to have our own company where people used to pay us to do things. And what'd you do at that company? Dirt. A lot of laughs. A lot of laughs. 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 It was dirt on the side. <laughs> dirt laughs is way yeah. more than what we actually <laughs> were. We could have got paid for laughing. Woo. Mm. Here we are. Boy. Here we are. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's bite sized if you believe in yourself, okay? Just <laughs> that needs to be on a shirt, and I think I'm going to tell Andrew about that. Shout out to Credo Strength Equipment. I think I'm going to send that to him. <laughs> okay. There was a while ago, a friend and I were watching um, Game Grumps Doki Doki Panic. 
and they were talking about like inspirational banners. And one of them said, um, no, it was a Doki Doki Literature Club. And one of them said, what are you going to write on the banner? And one of the game grumps says, anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. <laughs> and oh. I was like, holy oh. shit, I want that on a tapestry <laughs> so bad. That took the a drastic sad, turn. The sad part is I've heard that before. <sighs> Man. I don't remember who said that. It was some lady. <laughs> some lady. It was some lady. Some, this some, has been this some has brave been years. Soul. Somebody to qualify. This has been years ago. And this lady just said, I know her. Anything's a dildo if you wanted to be. Well, <laughs> there was a, a young lady in uh, one of the fire classes that I took one time that just said randomly out loud in a group, you know, it's not rape if you yell surprise first. Jesus Christ. I don't know how I feel about that. That's been probably 11 years ago, and I still don't know how I feel about it. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. <laughs> well, on the other side of that, there's a, let's see, the other inspirational phrase I like is any any pizza is a personal pizza if you believe in yourself. That's right. <laughs> yeah. True. These are great things. <laughs> Large Proper John's shout out. Yeah. Push out Stuff Proper John's. That stuffed crust, though, y'all got going on. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I'm so glad you're less than a minute from my house. Yeah, walk literally. If I walk there less than a minute from the house. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, Miss um, Aubrey, tell <laughs> us about Define Normal. Okay, well, what do you want to know first off? We'll start there. Explain well, it to someone oh. who knows nothing about it. How about this? Before you do that, up? explain, like, let the people know about you in general. Then yeah, uh, we'll do that. Yeah. Talk about yourself a little bit, you know? Hype yourself up. Um, well, I am a writer, uh, but I did not, I didn't go to school for that. I have a degree in communications, which is basically the slightly more well-respected art major of our generation. Um, you can't really do much with it, but I wound up making a lot of friends that were involved in theater and everything. And I just wound up being there whenever one of my friends needed a director. And that's how I got started in all this. And so from there I started, I directed stage plays and I started helping with like these little media projects and I started writing. Um, and then later on, I moved to Illinois where I worked at a television station, mm-hmm. worked on a couple different shows and like some of the most godlessly boring shows on this entire planet of Earth. But wound mm-hmm. up doing um, I was a host for a show called Illinois Adventure before they lost their funding. Uh, it was for a, like a public television station and the idea was they wanted to show these adventures that you could have in and around illinois and my first assignment was so i was supposed to go hot air ballooning and then i didn't do that instead they sent me uh rock climbing and they sent me twice on a 55 foot rock face about like a slope like you know pretty decent slope but not scary and then uh, i had to go back to do an 80 foot rock face with a much more steep slope because quote the numbers will be higher if she looks more scared Oh, the sad part is that's so true. They say probably not wrong, but that's geez, that's why Jesus. Fear Factor worked out so well. Yeah. Oh, which is how I think that that when I wound up going skydiving, which is not fun. Uh, have no? you guys ever been? I've never skydiving? been. Skydiving? Never. Good God. I've never been on a plane. I mean, I want to. Hey, it's, don't give me that look. D- no, 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 no. It's just a lot of people will say, "Oh, skydiving! It's so cool." What no one tells you is when you change altitude at that speed. It feels like you're getting kicked, like, right in the face. And if you watch the video, there's two things you can look for. Um, you can see the moment where I realize I'm so terrified. I can't make my fingers, like, go with the goggles to put them on my face. So I keep pulling them on and off. And I'm, like, just kind of... Anyway. And then the other thing to look for is whatever we started falling. Um, and by the way, I do want to clarify one thing. 
Uh, a lot of people have seen the video are like, oh, you're such a chicken shit. Yeah, I was. But here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't you harass me with the truth. <laughs> I, you have to you have to be in Illinois. You have to be you have to accompany a tandem. You have to be a tandem skydiver for two times before you do it on your own. I've never done it on my own. And um, they tell you, you lean up against them and you put your head. Sorry, I'm like leaning away from the microphone. You put your head back on their shoulder. So you're kind of like convex against them whenever you fall out of the plane because you literally just fall this sounds like a free fall cuddling and i'm for it my my tandems <laughs> my tandem's name was anthony he was quite the gentleman um my job was very clear i was uh, not to vomit or pass out and i nailed it but other than that <laughs> <laughs> you got two things <laughs> and nailed it yeah i did but there's a small third one called don't die but that's later down the road. That's safety third. Yeah, that's, that's safety third for sure. I was, okay, so we're, we're in front of the camera, and I'm supposed to be all hyped up about it. I'm just like, oh, yeah, okay, so what are we doing today, Anthony? And he gives me the whole spiel. He says, oh, well, you're going to be strapped in front of me, and I'm going to tap your elbows, and you're going to raise your arms up, and then I'll give you a signal, and then that means we can just enjoy the ride. And then later I'll tap your elbows again, and you're going to lift up your, your arms so I can see our altimeter. And if I give you a different signal, you're going to reach behind, and you're going to pull the court to do the the parachute and i was like all right can't wait anthony camera cuts i immediately turn and said i'm not doing any of that you're responsible for all of that (laughs) (laughs) it's very clear what my job is and the whole time i was just so like i remember getting dressed that day i was like what do you what do you dress like in case you die like what is like like, what's the wardrobe (laughs) yeah You like well, obviously, you know, like you know, when I wear like laundry day underwear, you know, just in case the coroner winds up seeing it. You don't know. Um, weird things that pop up in your mind, because I had no faith in this. And um, I mean, just and as a side note, a week late, no, sorry, three weeks later, my producer was at the television station. We were working on another show. And he uh he's talking to somebody else, some other people, and they see me coming and they stop talking. And one of them says, I think you should just tell her. And I said, what? And he says, Chicago Skydive, which is the place we had it, had a fatality this morning from an improperly packed parachute. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, that was less than a month. And without thinking, I don't even remember the decision. I slapped my producer right in the jaw. And I immediately stopped and went, I'm sorry. He goes, nope, that pretty much had that coming. I said, okay. Good deal. Jesus. Well, but yeah, um, we did that, and then they lost their funding. <laughs> I can't imagine why. No, the show lost their funding. Um, so how did it? How did the show lose its funding? Uh, it's a like a what do you call it, like a local broadcast kind of thing. And at the time, the station was going through some change of hands. That part's not that interesting, but <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but I think you know, especially they choose some of the most expensive things. To, to do for the first two episodes. Yeah. And I never got to do the hot air balloon. It's very disappointing. The one got, thing you were looking forward to doing. Yeah. Hey, instead, there's I had hot to, air balloons down here. Yeah. But it's not as much fun whenever it's like, not only was it paid for by somebody else, but I was getting paid to do it. Yeah. That's got a lot to do with it. Yeah. I could see that. I understand that. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I mean, granted, I do want to get on a hot air balloon one day. But if I'm on the clock when I do it, uh-huh. it's going to make it that much better. That's fair. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm never been on a plane, and Friday, that changes. I'm excited Ooh. for you, bud. Where are you going? Dallas. What's in Dallas? I'm going to go be a nerd. 
nerd convention. Ooh. So specific you, nerd convention or? Yes, actually, it's very specific. Go. Uh, Counter Strike. Oh, that's a that's a game. That's a shooting game. Oh, I right. know about that. Yeah. I know about that. <laughs> yeah. So a friend of mine is a host. He's hosting the event, and uh, Shelly. Yes. Is he gonna be there? He's yes. Is, the, is he the MC? Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's his job. <laughs> he makes really good money doing it. I still have yet to understand how this man has made the money that he's made from a fucking video game. Just think, he's his money that he makes is a drop in the bucket compared to other people. I don't get it. Like I, I was talking to him one night when we were playing, and he goes, "What I make in the weekends, really good money. It's fantastic money. What these guys make in a weekend, if they win, is by far more than what I'll ever make." Like their their weekend money that they make if they win the event, uh-huh. that's probably three or four months worth for them for his job, and he makes dumb money. Like, I get it. Like you're happy for them, but you're also not. If I if I if <laughs> I could have his bit. job, let's put it this way: if I could have his job for a weekend, I could probably make a year's worth of payments and still have money left over. Nice. Yeah, that's like, the it's dream. Insane. Yeah. How do you find these things? My um my my producer for Define Normal is constantly trying. They're giving me the hard sell to move out to L.A. He's in L.A. And the thing is, you have to have more money than God to to move out there. And move the mic just a little closer to your face. <clears throat> Sorry, you're a, good. You're good. good. <laughs> it's okay. We do yeah. this. We don't edit. We just do this on the fly. Just okay. Make sure everything's. Yeah, there's rolling. no editing. So all the dad noises that he start off with, <laughs> they'll be there. Yeah, they're there. in the show. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So I mean, like. The thing is, he finds, like, all this, like, little, like, he'll do camera work on this show or whatever. And it's, like, just hopping from, like, thing to thing. And he can afford to live out there. I don't, I don't know. I need the stability. I need to know. I need to know that I don't have to avoid debt collectors. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Right now, my main focus is pay my house, pay my truck, pay my insurance. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where I'm at right now. I'll focus on the other stuff later. I had... To have a surgery um, a few a few weeks back, and then I got the the like in my out of pocket, and I was so so relieved. I was like, "Yes, I can afford that! Yay, it's the best!" This is nice. It's like just stable work. So that's all I want. That's all I want out of life: just stability in yeah. in, in income. <laughs> well, on that note, now you can start bragging about your show. Yeah, okay, we, yeah. This, this is this is your opportunity to brag about you. Yeah, brag about your stuff because you got a YouTube channel. I do. Right? Yeah, got a podcast. Uh-huh. Is uh, was there something else that I was told you you do or you want to do? Um, I mean, no. I mean, no. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, not sure. not right now. Um. Okay. So yeah, I do have a web series called Define Normal. Mm-hmm. Um. What you guys? I'm. I know you've seen some yes. of it. No, I've seen every. I'm. I'm caught up. You see, oh, I've watched all of it. Yeah, I'll have to do the same. I mean, <laughs> and I've listened to at least half of your podcast. Our podcast that that got started because it was during the pandemic, and I was we had all this free time, and I was the only member in my household that didn't have to stop working during the pandemic. Yeah, and so suddenly I had like income and all this like extra time. And at the time, Leah was lamenting because she couldn't do like stage plays or anything. And so I said, I had this idea. What if we just took a bunch of recommendations from just anybody? You know how we have a million people. It's like, hey, you know what? You should try. You should try this. 
And everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'll try it. And they never do. <laughs> but, we, you know, if we had the show, we could be kind of held accountable and yeah. we could sort of report on it. And the idea originally was to do all sorts of stuff. And it kept just being movies and television shows over and over and over. Um, but hopefully we'll be doing an excursion pretty soon. Yeah, we are. Go- we are going to discuss that. Yeah. Oh, OK. All right. OK. We talked um, about it on the phone the other night, but we're going to actually. Oh, so I, I can learn. Plans. <laughs> I could be just like everybody else. I could learn at the same time. All right. Well, I, mean, I don't remember this. Well, feel free to edit this out if you guys don't. No, we don't. Edit okay. No, we don't. No, no, well, no. Is it okay to talk about it on mic then? Yeah. Okay. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. You can talk about whatever you want. Just Ooh. don't drop any things that you know we shouldn't be dropping. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing we want to do is we've been, a lot of people recommended um, doing an escape room. And that would be a lot of fun, but I tend to panic under time constraints <laughs> and i'm worried that it's just gonna be leah just like just get it together aubrey come on <laughs> and just desperately trying to try to figure it out so i thought if the four of us if we got the sofa guys and the recommended gals we could be a team and we could try to do this escape room i'm down i'm with it i'm pretty psyched about it um, all right just where uh there's a couple of places right now we're looking at gulf shores and foley i really want to do the gulf shores one because that theme is like the, it's a movie night. It's a long established movie night with your friends. And then you find out one of your friends that's on their way is, is a murderer or something. And you got to get out in an hour, but the clearance rate is only 50%. And most of the people that are, that have succeeded are like 58 minutes and change, which I'm, I promise I won't be useless. Once I get past the initial shock and start getting the understanding of the puzzles, I'll be, I'll be <clears> like a functioning team member. It'll be great. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I'm with it. I'm so for it. I tried to find this person you were talking about. Like Leah? In the West. Yeah, I, I still don't know who this person is. Uh, Leah is, she's, oh God, what is it, New Moon, I think. Not New Moon, because it might be a Twilight movie. Um, <laughs> That's definitely a Twilight movie. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. I can never remember. It's like this film noir thing that she was in, which I have not seen yet, um, but they're actually doing a sequel. But she does all sorts of things. She actually directed <clears throat> um, a local production in Chickasaw of The Lion, the Witch, and Wardrobe, and I got to stage manage. Oh, um, All right. I yeah. have read that book a couple times. It's a good book. It's um. Whenever she told me that, she said we're going to do a stage production, and I said cool. She says a local stage production. I was like, all right, budget, okay. And then she says of the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, and I was like, that is it's too ambitious. But where, yeah. where was it at? Where did you do that? <laughs> the Chickasaw Civic Theater. Civic Civic Theater. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, that that was pretty. We had like two weeks of run. And mm. what was your turnout? Like, was it a good turnout? Bad yeah, turnout? we pretty much sold out. I think all but two shows. That's awesome. Sounds yeah. really good. Um, how many days of how many days a week was the show? Four a week. Wow. Three a week. I think it was three a week. Um, because we did Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. That's pretty cool, though. And we had like like actual like kid actors that didn't suck, which is always impressive. And we had like some adults. Um, that was like the first ever stage production. In fact, the guy that played Aslan uh, was is Dustin from the Broken Hearts Club. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. indeed. Um, who? That's uh, Leah's boyfriend, but that's not. I he was he was he auditioned before they got together, and it's really important I make the distinction because they did point that out. During the podcast episode, yes, it was so the Broken Hearts Club is an episode uh, from her podcast. It was Leah and her boyfriend and Aubrey and another gentleman. Mm-hmm. Where we talked about the the prompt was, I okay, you have to understand. I have nieces. Um, I also have one nephew, but in this case, my oldest niece is in high school. And without divulging too much, um, the the prompt was, what do you recommend for somebody going through their first 
breakup, first, not worst. <laughs> and so the four of us sat around and talked about uh, our first breakups, how we handled it, um, and how we, what we've learned since and how we probably would have handled it a little bit differently. <laughs> um, but yeah, that episode, that episode was, uh, that went on for a while because of, I'm that, just, that took some editing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really? just thinking of the first time I actually had a breakup. I don't think it was supposed to go that way. I ended up getting laid. So I got, I lost my virginity, got laid and then broke up. I feel like that happens to a lot of, a lot so, of people. This is, well, this is what happened. I, um, uh, I was dating a girl at the time and I was still like, I'd never done anything with anybody. She has. Mm. So I get a phone call one night saying, Hey, I got your girl, me and two other guys, whatever, da, 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 da. You know, so on and so forth. And I confronted her about it. One thing led to another. It's like, this is what you wanted from me. Fine. Have it. Whatever. So where she lived out or where she lived at was uh, not far from a river. So we went out to a boathouse that she could go to. I ended up doing her in the boathouse. And as I'm doing her, a, pon- a pontoon boat full of partiers just starts going down the river. And they look into the boathouse and they see both of us going to town. And there you have eight drunk ass adults just cheering on. And you're like, all right, great. It's a and magical then, story. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> I finished story up. Christmas. I was like, all right, cool. You got what you wanted. I'm done. <laughs> and then I went home. See, I don't know why we didn't have you on the show. That could have been, yeah. That's oh, yeah, you just, called me. That's <laughs> called me. just like the first Thanksgiving. This it's just. Yeah. <laughs> The way I picture it's like fireflies in the background. Yeah. And, you know, oh, no, it was broad daylight. I was listening to a song on the way here that pretty much describes that instance, but not the broad daylight part. Oh, no, it was, it was like it was probably 12 or 1 in the afternoon. Mine is infinitely different than that. <laughs> yeah, that's that what happened to me. So my first like actual breakup, and I, I don't really remember a lot of details because... It was my freshman year of high school, and we had dated like eight months, which was, it was in freshman love years is forty. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I just really don't remember much about that one. But the significant one from high school is the girl that I dated for almost two years, and like had the high school sweetheart conversation. We're going to get married. We're going to do all this great, glorious, dumb shit. And I, again, just so romantic. Uh, full, I'm great, glorious g- and dumb shit. Very jaded <laughs> yeah. forever. Very yeah. jaded on the, I mean, on the topic. At when the you, t- look, at the when you look into relationships, there's plenty of dumb shit that happens. Ooh. So yeah. much dumb so, shit. He's not wrong here. I'm not. I know. I shouldn't have said it like that, but that's meh. No, I get it. I'm, yeah, because you're so, 2070 or some shit like that. Uh, if you're romanticizing. I'm 2070, 30, 40, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? You're, I'm 17 years old. Yeah. That's so fucking stupid still. That's literally a lifetime ago. Yeah. That has been almost 17 years ago. I just want you to know that is 17 years ago for me. For you, yeah. yeah. It's 16 for me. 16 years ago. God, you guys are infants. Okay. Says the person who's only two years older. Okay, Wait, so here's old, the thing. How old are you again? I'm actually going to be 36 next week. Okay, I'll be 35 in October, so you got me by a year. But see, here's the thing. I decided that on my 33rd birthday, I was going to be 80. So now, 
And the reason why is because I look damn good for my 80s. Yeah, you do. It's a great philosophy. <laughs> it's okay. I, I like, it. like shit now. I'm going to like shit then. I'm not getting older. I'm getting better. <laughs> I'm not. I'm getting more broken at every day. Hey, but I was at the time very, very heavily invested in my youth group at my church and all these things. And I had had doubts of whether or not we were actually going to get married and do all this great glorious shit when I got out of high school and when she got out of high school because she was a year younger. So, Oh, God, I, yeah, that age gap is always death. Yeah, so I spent a night in my closet crying on the phone with my youth pastor thinking I don't know what to do. Like, this is the worst thing I've ever had to do in my life, which, ha, ha, ha. I had just come off my second open heart surgery from a couple like a couple years before that. I've never done anything this difficult. You poor in in fucking just dumb. Yeah, you ever wish you could like go back in time, find yourself, and just crack yourself just right across the face? Like, stop being so stupid. No. Honestly, <laughs> I no. have not. Honestly, no. Oh god, so, I do. Because being that stupid got me here now. I was gonna say everything I've done in my life. Like, granted, there's been a few things I would have like, hey man. Not pay more attention to your back. There, other than that, just more. continue on to your life. There's just a don't hurt your back as bad. But honestly, no. There I, are. I never looked back on it like I wish I would have done this different. I wish I would have done that different. No. Now <laughs> saying that like that, there's a few times I would go back and be like, hey, remember that extra step you didn't want to do? You should probably do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna work out. It'll either be better or worse. I don't know because I didn't do it. You figured the fuck out. Yeah. So. <laughs> I will say um, doing stupid, really stupid, ill-advised stuff probably did give me you know, at least a, a foothold in a career, which is how Define Normal did happen. Um, Define Normal, the pilot is based off, the pilot is basically the story of Charlie, uh, who is good friends with her friend Ethan, who needs a fake wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on here. Yeah. A friend of a friend. Okay. Needed a fake wife. Needed a fake wife. And I'm guessing you were the fake wife. Yes. You she plays wife. Charlie. She's I play the, Charlie. She's the lead in the show. Okay. Now, Define Normal, I'm the head writer on Define Normal. I do okay. have a team. And uh, this is, where is it filmed at again? Uh, it was filmed in Peoria. A lot of places in and around Peoria, Illinois. And, okay. I was okay. going to say, you're, you're leaving out the other half of that. It was real important. Um, the, I keep forgetting that I've moved back, back south. Um, <laughs> Surprise. But it, most of it takes place in Bradley University, which is gorgeous campus. Well, sorry, no. Everything okay? Yes. Okay. Everything's fine. Um, but what is happening? Okay, fine. Look, yeah. Let me. Are you okay? Yes, we're we, good. we're we have habits of like looking stuff up. Okay. And then not paying attention and yeah. So we're not doing that now. We're not doing that today. Okay. Yeah. Like unless we need to look something up. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, because our producer's not here. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. He's been on the show twice. He's a fantastic human. He's like, yeah, I want to come be the producer of the show. And then we call him. Hey, man, you're going to be producer for this week? (laughs) So, hey, guys. Funny story. It's not that funny. Uh, I got to work next seven Sundays in a row. I was going to produce, but instead, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to do a thing, and now I'm not. No. It was his idea. We endorsed it, and then he dropped the ball. He didn't drop the ball. It His happens. job People makes him be an adult. That's yeah. right. He didn't drop the ball because he never fucking caught it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I 
know. Like, I just wandered into that. John, I um, love you with all my heart. We love I don't know you, but if you need a hug, just let me know, dude. He'll be fine. His <laughs> wife will take care of him. Okay. Yeah, he's a wonderful human. Yeah, he's a fantastic a human. He, he has a memory of a goldfish. He is great at just letting stuff just roll off. Okay. Yeah. Well, then that's okay. He is so good at that. Yeah, you should okay. listen to the second episode. His intro is like, hey, I got a memory of a goldfish. Yeah. Fucking what? Uh, yeah. That just, okay, I know what you're talking about. No. Okay. Um, yeah. That guy. Okay. But yeah, no, most of us filmed at Bradley University. Um, and the, the pilot episode is about Ethan works at a catering. The, uh, no, he works at a bakery because we had a lot of rewrites. Um, he works at a bakery. And this older woman that he works for is kind of a busybody matchmaker. And he took a break. Whenever he was on his break, he came back without thinking he was wearing this heirloom ring on his left hand. She immediately seizes on it saying, oh, you got married. That's why. That's why you don't want me to fix you up. And Ethan, thinking this is his way out of it, says, yeah, um, that's exactly what happened. I got married. And she says, well, I can't wait to see the pictures. And he says, well, we don't have them yet. So he asked Charlie to pose in these pictures. But the incident snowballs, and it's around campus, and it becomes this thing where now they're going to do a ceremony, like a fake ceremony. Everybody knows it's fake except for this boss. Now, what you might not know is that it is, in fact, based on a true story. Really? Yes. Guess um, what? I didn't know that at all. <laughs> that's, uh, no, I, I went to a really small private Baptist university, which I do not recommend, and um, really, really small campus, and a friend of mine was on a catering staff at the Battle House. I worked there. Yeah. And um, there was this really well-meaning older lady that kept trying to fix him up. And he did take a, he took some time off work. He was, he just got a motorcycle. So he was trying to fix it or do something with it. And it fell on his hand and he didn't want to lose this heirloom ring. And he put it on his left hand, went into work, didn't think anything about it. Except when he came back in, she says, Oh, you got married. And he says, yep. And she asks question after question. He answers every single one of them. And now she wants to see pictures. So he comes to me and I'm like, um, okay, well, what do you, what do we have to do? And exactly like in the show, it just started snowballing. Now, a major difference is in the show, they did have the ceremony. In real life, I found out she was going out of her way. This sweet woman was making us this really, really elaborate wedding cake. And I went to the the real life Ethan. It's not his name. But I went to him and I said, you shut it down. I was like... <laughs> I said, I don't, I don't know what you're going to tell them, but I legitimately feel like if we go through with this, we will go to hell. <laughs> so shut it down. Shut it down. And of course, later we went to a work party, like an office party um, for his like catering staff and everything. Uh, and on the way there, you know, because now I'm his wife. And so I'm going with him to this thing. This yeah. is some serious dedication. Well, I, a friend of mine asked me for something. <laughs> I will see if it can be done, and I don't really half-ass things if I if it can be avoided. And if I remember on the way there, I'm like, okay, so let me know about this. Like, where do we live and all this, that, and the other. And that's when I found out the catering staff had given us a very, very nice wedding present in the form of a nice case of wine. And I said, what the hell? He says, you liked it. I said, what do you mean? He says, I served at that dinner party a few weeks ago. I was like... Oh, my God. Now I'm sitting here thinking, because, of course, I've been raised in the South. My biggest concern at this point is, at the very least, they're going to be expecting some kind of thank you note that I never gave them. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> this bitch. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I got to do something nice for something I never meant to be a part of. So how long were y'all married? Uh, Air quotes. 
about a year, I guess. We really? didn't have, well, so, but we had barely any. Like that was the one big work party we went to. We went to one other where somebody else was about to leave. Um, they were going. They lived in Germany, and so they were going to go back to Germany. And so it was like a going away party for this guy. Now, at the time, in real life, um, Calum, who is a character in the show, is also based off a real guy. He graduated a year before me, and we had been, he had kind of mentioned, like, maybe the possibility of me going to Australia after I graduated. So at the time, he's in Australia, I'm in my senior year, and, you know, Ethan and I are, quote-unquote, married, you know. And we're at this work party, and the guy who's about to move back to Germany is talking about, he says, oh, yeah, he's going to go. And I said, are you homesick? And he says, well, I've been enjoying the travel. He says, have you ever left the country? I said, you know, I'm thinking about going to Australia. And he goes, why are you guys going to go to Australia? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I mean, no, I was thinking about it before just everything. You know, just really awkward. Had to reel it back in real quick. I mean, this is getting loose. (laughs) This is getting away from me real quick. It's like, no, it's, oh, no, I'm going to go and sit. My, my husband's not going with me. I'm going to go see the guy that I'm dating. No, wait, that's much worse. That's much worse. Yeah. Um, was Now, is Calum, is that the guy's real name? And the no? names have been changed. Yeah. Okay. Well, the reason I'm asking is I actually knew a guy from Robertsville. His name is Calum. No, this guy was um legit from, he, the way that the college system worked where I went, I went to a private school, so they didn't have the same rules as far as athletics. This guy was a professional soccer player in Brazil at age 17. And yeah, and somehow I rooked him. Like we went on dates and everything. It was amazing. Check you out. Yeah. Look at you. I'm very crafty. Where's he at now? Um, very crafty. <laughs> it's one of those things that's like we would go out and we'd like see his friends and they'd look at me like, who the hell is this bitch? And I'd be like, I know. I I'm just right surprised. To be here. Like, just don't as worry as you are, but I'm gonna ride this out. Yeah. Yep. We're not That's gonna it. say anything. We're not gonna fuck this up. I've been that person. It's like on which side? Both. <laughs> like asking who this motherfucker is and then being the motherfucker. I've been yeah, but more of the, the latter a lot more than the former. Yeah. Like just being out of place is like, hey, who's the big turd over there? And it's like, wow. oh, <laughs> oh, that's just Josh. That's just Josh. Don't worry. I want to tell you about last night. Huh? I want to tell you about last night. What about last night? Oh, just some more stuff about the the wedding. That was that last night. Oh, you definitely need to fill her in on the wedding. You definitely need to fill her in. After after we're done listening to how she was crafty with the Brazilian. Yeah, because you still got to brag about you. Yeah. uh, Yeah, it's all about you, not us. Okay. Um, But no, he... I don't remember where we were in the story. Now I'm sitting there. I was like, what happened to the wedding? You're, uh, um, you're out on a date. Some friends are like, who's oh, this yeah, bitch? No. And you're the like, guy you were dating moved away. So you stayed yeah, with your like, husband. Some of those things where they're like, no, like whenever, whenever the, the Australian guy and I were, were, were out, um, and like his friends, you know, cause it was a small campus. So they knew me kind of, and it was one of those things is like, that's silly. Right. And it's like, shut up. Yeah. Just <laughs> it's like, don't blow this for me. Um, <laughs> So Baptist University. Yeah. Here I was. We're just being Baptist. I was fake married and in a relationship. So okay. there I was. So my dad is a professor. and um, Really? Yeah. Yeah. And so we. Just, where does he professes at? At, at University of Mobile. That's where I went. So, at University of Mobile in 
yeah, it's a private Baptist university, which I don't mm-hmm. recommend. I went because they were, I had a big old case of the fuckets my senior year of high school. I was like, I didn't really care because I wasn't going to get the honors diploma that my brother got. And so whenever like you it know, matters. Yeah. But at the time it was really important. And when I realized that wasn't going to happen, I was like, F that noise. And so I, the university mobile was like, we'll just give you for like, we'll just cover your tuition if you want to come here. And I was like, yeah, check. That seems good. We'll just do that. And so meanwhile, my siblings went to UA and they did student debt for a while. So who's laughing now? (laughs) (laughs) Who's hitting now, bitches? Boom. It's my brother is a, is a lawyer. Okay. And my sister's a speech pathologist. My brother though, he likes to mock me because I have the, I just have a bachelor's. He has a doctorate equivalent and you know, all that other stuff. And during the pandemic, uh, guess who wasn't furloughed? So my brother got furloughed. And I remember there's a while we were talking about, we were out to, out to lunch with my dad and we were talking about something about, um, just jobs in general. And I said, I said something about, yeah, well, yeah, I'm a writer. And he goes, you have to get paid to, to do that. I said, I have been paid. He goes, are you still being paid? And I said, not for a while. And he says, well, you got to get paid if you still are going to be that. And I said, I don't know. Are you still a lawyer? Oh, at the time too soon. Oh, whatever. He'll no, use no, no, no. <laughs> no, when he, when he said it twice, mm-hmm. no, he started it. Yeah. Very he started. Much so. He no, very much started. That's a go, go gadget. Fuck a moment. If I know. Yeah. Wrong, I love my brother. We'll, we'll rib on each other, but yeah, that's uh Yeah. But anyway, so my dad is a professor and he was teaching at that school mm. and Calum, almost said the guy's real name, Calum, uh, had one of his classes and my dad really liked him. And so, yeah, this guy, he's, you know, a different country. And at one point we had started kind of talking and my dad, unbeknownst, you know, he didn't know about all the stuff between him and me. Apparently they got in a conversation. He said, hey, if you ever want a home cooked meal, feel free to come over. My wife will cook a, like, cook a dinner. And so Calum is talking to me. The thing with the slinky that happened. Okay. Um, oh. <laughs> okay. You, so, you just need to watch the show. Why, oh, no, he, just fill me in real quick. Okay. The slinky. What if we did a, a mock male beauty pageant as a fundraiser, and that's how we started getting more close, him and me, because uh, we needed people that were going to draw a crowd. And so he was on the soccer team, really good looking, and I was like, okay. He was tan. She was good looking. Um, which is like whatever you think my league is way beyond that. Okay. That's like, how I feel way. about myself too. Um it's like everybody's like they're playing major leagues as I'm still playing T ball. Yep. Yeah. I went to I was supposed to go to that game, but I was at a, I went to a cricket match instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> you could use that. I will probably. I'll yeah. Go for it. It's <laughs> fantastic. But um, but now he says, you know, if you ever, if, anyway. So, so we're talking. This guy and I are talking. He says, "Hey, did your dad?" I, oh, I'm sorry. I keep jumping around. The slinky thing. I found a slinky. Um, and I, th- it, he, I. She was talking about. It. He said something about the effect of. You ever notice how in those slinky commercials they make it look like it can walk downstairs? It's just false advertising. It's like. And then they can walk down the stairs. And so I insisted we go to every staircase and he just followed me around. We went to the, every staircase to make it work. And it took like eight staircases before I could find one to make it work all over campus. And by the end of that, that's, you know, how we started kind of talking. Well, that night we wound up getting some Chinese food. He says, Hey, does your dad, did your dad mean that about having me at your house? <laughs> he says, I said, 
are you asking if my dad will feed you if you go there? And he says, yeah. And I said, yeah, no, he'll do it. And he says, I think I'm going to go. And I said, do you really need to kiss ass to the, to the professor that much? And he says, no, 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 it's weird. I'm not going to go. And I said, okay, good. Because if you are going to let a couple comments scare you away from a home-cooked meal, you're not going to make it two seconds in the Silo house. He, yeah. says, he says, no, 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 I'm going. And I said, okay. So I'm going. So yeah. And he goes, did you maybe want to go with me? I said, oh, how sweet of you to invite me to my house for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> That's fucking great. So much to unpack there. <laughs> it's, it's like, thanks for inviting me to the place I'm already going to be. Thanks. <sighs> well, granted, at the time I was living on campus, but that was so funny. It was like, <laughs> it's like, thank you for inviting me to my parents' house. <laughs> You're such a sweetie. What if I had said no? How awkward that have been for that'd him. Have been yeah, really. That would have been so awesome. That would have been, been worth it. But like, no, I just show up at his college. So, so how was it? Tuesday. How was it? Yeah. Like, you just show up. I saw him last Tuesday. It'll be fine. That's up your alley, though. It is. That's, That's way so your my alley. alley. Awkward. <laughs> I love awkward. It is so fun for me. I Especially if I can expand on it. Let's continue on. You yeah, did not no, know. He what? loves making me feel uncomfortable. Uh, anybody doesn't matter. Uh, well, yeah, but anyway, I did not know that your dad was a college professor. Yeah, was he a college professor when we were in high school? Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's yeah. crazy. Let's say I have something. So when I was in high school, <gasps> I was. You okay, sir? I muted it, but I don't think it mattered. No, it didn't. So anyway. when I was in high school, instead of playing baseball for Robertsville, mm-hmm. I was playing with um, a team that a cousin of mine made. In a wood bat league. In a what? A wood bat league. So instead of using regular metal bats like they do in high school and okay. all that, you'd use a wood bat like they use in the majors. So I was playing against college players at 16 who just so happened to go to the University of Mobile. And the University of Mobile head coach was out there watching his players mm-hmm. play. And he was like, hey, do you want to come play for me? And I'm like, hey. I'm a sophomore in high school, <laughs> so kind of can't. He goes, fuck. I was like, aren't you Baptist? He goes, D- don't say anything. D- just stop. Just, just hush. Yeah. Hallelujah. But yeah, so um, that was like my kind of first introduction to the University of Mobile was mm-hmm. playing against their players. And they were good players. Like They were really good. But whenever you have someone who is not a high school baseball player playing better than your high school or your college players and your coach wants to do you to come play for them, that doesn't bode very well. The at least not is, to me at the time. The soccer team really did shine, but that's because it's a different, like as a private university, so they didn't have the same rules and regulations. Yeah. In like state schools, if you've played professionally, you're automatically, you, yeah, can't, you can't do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they were able to like poach, like, well, not poach per se, but you know, they were able to offer scholarships to overseas players. Um, Holmes in the show is based off a real, real person. Okay. Um, that guy was... Lots of fun. Um, he he wound up getting in some trouble because he got a little tiny bit arrested in Panama during spring break. And when he tried to come back into the States um, after, I think it was either summer break before his last year or it was during after winter break last year, he couldn't get back into the States because of. I just thing. want to know how you get a little itty bitty tiny bit arrested. It's either you're arrested or you're not. It's the nice way of saying it. <laughs> he wasn't put in. He wasn't put in like, you know, I, I don't know what the full extent was. I don't think it was like a felony level. What are you doing? Uh, 
He's petting that blanket, I think. Why are I you think, petting the unicorn? Because I just, I, it's, I can feel it on the bottom of my foot and I didn't hate it. But I just <laughs> didn't stop doing it. Anyway. I just like the idea that you're just you're like casually wandering around your house like, oh, it didn't hate that. Oh, no, that was no good. <laughs> so, on your show. On my show. The guy, like the bald guy. And I want to say in the show, his name is Josh. That there was a whole episode of Leah trying to read a book at the bar, and he would not stop leaving, stop hitting on her. Okay, so whatever that guy's name is. A couple of things yeah. you're talking about: um, Madeline and Alec, played by Sam Curry and Deanne Baker. Hannah is the one that Leah, my podcast partner, Leah plays. Hannah, she's got the the gorgeous eyes and the long, long dark hair. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the the. The pickup, the shaken, not stirred. That's the episode. Yes. With the the constant. Yes. Yeah. That episode was the first time we ever got recognized, like out and about. Um, Sam was working as a doorman at a at a club, and somebody was trying to get in, and they stopped and said, "Didn't I just see you get rejected by like like a thousand times?" And he says, "What are you talking about?" He pulled it up on YouTube, and yeah, that was the first time we ever got like recognition from somebody we didn't know. Nice. Very exciting. How that make you feel? Um, it was pretty, pretty cool. I was wasn't it? there for it, but in the aftermath, it was sweet. Well, what I was going to say is um, that guy. Uh, uh, yeah, Sam. Sam. Yeah. He's not my favorite character. <gasps> I don't what? care for that guy. I don't care you, for that guy. Ah, uh, okay. Who's your favorite character? You can't say Charlie. No, I wasn't going to say okay. Charlie. Um, do, 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 I, do, I don't know. Do, the, the first name that I thought of was Maddie. And. And it was then with silence that I realized he hated all of the characters. <laughs> <laughs> no. In the sound. Just that guy silence. just I just that guy was not my favorite. Um right now no one was my favorite because I don't know who they are. Well, Leah, the her character in the show, just seems to be the the ying to Charlie's Yang. You're talking about Madeline. Um Matt M- Madeline. The, okay. The blonde. The blonde. Yeah, that's Madeline. That's You're Madeline. getting confused because the guy that plays my brother. That character's name is Josh. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, all right. right. (laughs) Here we are. Here we are. Googling. We pull it up because I have subscribed. I got really, really lucky with the cast. Um, Really lucky with the cast. Everybody there is like an actual trained actor with the exception of me. I didn't want to play me. Um, We had three auditions lined up. We did an audition and I got overruled. My executive well i was the executive producer my producer and another person that was there was like can you just do it can you just please please the character's based on you just do it and i was like well for the pilot yeah then it just sort of like i said if you just need two dumb guys to make people laugh we're there i'll schlep you guys over to to illinois i mean i'm willing to do stuff i'm willing to learn to travel because for the longest time i never had an urge to travel now i'm just suddenly like i want to go visit places I'm going to Dallas, and then I get a week vacation from work in August. So I'm probably heading to Arizona for that. Then you're going to be a seasoned traveler. No, no, <laughs> no. no. Okay, so what's up? In real life, yeah. her name is Leah. No, in real life, her name is Deanne. Her name is Deanne. Deanne Baker. That makes way more sense now. That that does take care of the confusion. The bald guy with the with the dumb hat. That's Al. That's, uh, that's Sam Curry. That's Sam Curry. Yeah. And his he, name in the show is Alec. Alec. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alec is not my favorite character. Not your favorite character. No. 
He is not. He is not. Still don't know who you're talking about, but you got to watch the show. (laughs) You got to watch it. I've literally watched every single episode of the show. You get really invested in stuff, and I'm so happy you do. Me too. This is my friend. This is... Like say, hey, I have a TV show, or See, I have a show. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I'm gonna be a fan. My dad is super, super supportive. He's seen everything. He's listened to every podcast. My mother, I'm sorry, my mother has not seen an episode. <laughs> she, she, she won't. It's so like, here's the thing: I don't listen to our own podcast. Like I don't go back and listen to it at all. He will. He does. I'm weird. I listen He's, to everything. Yeah. I get so it. he, he goes back. He's like, okay, there's this little audio issue here. There's a point where this happened. Like, I which think, is what I bring back is uh-huh. like, we need to do this. We need to tweak that or we didn't do this. That kind of thing. That's yeah. why I listen back. I don't know if the microphones has picked up my dog having sleep apnea while awake and standing. Yeah. Don't know if that's happened yet. I'm surprised it hasn't, but yeah, she got sleep apnea bad. Oh uh-huh. yeah. My, my blue that's in there. She can yeah. be wide awake looking she, at you and she snores. She got a wake apnea too. <laughs> she yeah. got a wake apnea. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, I don't I don't listen to anything. I get it. <laughs> well, um, I used to be really excited whenever I wasn't doing the editing because it was like Christmas morning. I was like, oh, I wonder how Leo is going to edit this. I wonder what she took out, what she left in. Um, and then whenever I started doing the editing, I think, you know, like I wouldn't listen to it after that because it's like, F it. Like I've already heard it at least twice because I had to listen to the finished product through. So, but yeah, yeah. I, I get it. So it's not, it's, I get both sides. I get it. Yeah. Well, my my main argument is why am I going to listen to something that I was there for? I get you. Yeah, I understand. I, yeah. I wish I didn't want to listen to it. But see, I have to get where you're coming from too. You yeah, know? no, I yeah. definitely yeah. appreciate you listening to it and telling me like the things that we can work on to make things better. Because I know I know that there's a little things in here I could probably tweak and improve the sound and make it a little bit crisper, or mm-hmm. probably much more crisper. But we're not very savvy. Yeah, we it just, just it sounds organic. Yeah. At the end of the day, if it becomes a chore, you're going to hear that in the finished product. And so, I mean, you know, if it becomes something you have to be nitpicky about and you start stressing about, you know, then it's not going to be fun. So well, that's why that's why we we tested it out at mm-hmm. the, the before we even did the first episode. We probably tested it out for what, about an hour or two. Yeah, we did it. We we rolled for a while before we yeah, ever we, actually hit the record button to record the show. Yeah, like we we tested out different ways to record. It's like stereo mono. There's another one I can't remember. Yeah, um, some. Hey, there's that, and then we tried a couple different ways. You are yawning way too soon into the evening, sir. It is barely past seven o'clock, and that was a that was a I'm going to bed yawn. Head no, tilted back. Your head was burying itself into the couch. What makes this particularly funny is you leaned away and I was like, oh, that's clever because it's not going to get picked up on the mic. And yet we are now having a conversation about it. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trust me, I'll point it out anyways. Yeah, you will. Yeah, I will. But yeah, dude, you almost buried your head into the pillows to just gone. Well, haven't slept much in the last few days. Uh, before work yesterday, I slept two hours before work. And then was up until midnight ish, maybe later. Well, it, was up definitely, it was definitely later because I had a text message at 12 o'clock from you. You did. Yeah. You did. It's a 12 12. So I know you're up past midnight. Yeah. Yeah. 12 12. Why were they here at five? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I woke up this morning at five o'clock and 
I was informed of, oh, hey, someone's comes to the house for something, to drop something off or whatever. And at 5 o'clock, I'm like, it's 5 o'clock. Why are they here at midnight? I don't know. Gone. I was just, I did not know what time it was. Triangle with six sides. It was a triangle with six sides. It was a circle with four corners. Yep. Rounded edges. Mm-hmm. Have was, you listened to the show? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm wondering what on earth was going to be delivered, and I'm wondering if it's okay to ask. I don't know. I was asleep. <laughs> Whatever it was, it's on him. So you can ask it's him in the refrigerator. Mind. Okay. Oh, was it crawfish? Yeah. Yeah. That. Ooh. What? <laughs> you don't like crawfish? No. Why not? Is that curiosity? What about it? It has to do with the taste and the texture and the way it looks. Like all the things about the so crawfish. It's all <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> So it's so all the so it's all the things. It's all the things. It's the taste. It's the texture. It's the taste. All the things. It's the texture. It's the appearance. It's the experience. You know that thing Hots called crawfish? That that is why I don't like a crawfish. That's why I don't like it because because it has a face. Here's a question: Do you like lobster? I do. Then how can you not like crawfish? It's a miniature version of a. Of lobster. Because when you get the crawfish, when you get a lobster, you don't have to deal with its stupid face looking at you. Depends on where you that's, go, but okay. That's, well, that's fair. And it also, is. at UM, they used to do these big crawfish boils. Okay, you know how like you got like a like a thing of like I'm, I'm gesturing as if this is an like a visual podcast, but like a yeah, like we're fancy, like a cameras. rectangle cardboard rectangle hold like sodas like in bulk. You know, yeah, you get one of those, and they just fill it with crawfish. And I remember my roommate, Tabitha, who incidentally, her character's namesake, has the same name because of her. Uh-huh. Um, she managed to get hold of a live one, and she was like, we're going to keep it as a pet. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I turned to one of my friends, and I was like, um, just make sure she doesn't bring that to our room. And then uh, my friend ate it. <laughs> like, he ate her pet. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh, my God. This is... <laughs> What another lovely story. <laughs> I felt so bad. She, I was okay. I was a senior. Oh my that god, are you fantastic. okay? Fantastic. What happened to your pet? Him. Yeah. It's um, it's who Carlton the crawfish. Where did he go? It's who Jasko's based off. Um, his in real life, he's a good friend of mine. Um, and I'll just say his first name is Michael. I talk about him a lot on on our podcast. Um, but yeah, he was like, yeah, I got this. And he ate her pet. And I was like, why did I think telling Michael, like, hey, make sure she doesn't take that to our room was going to go any differently? As soon as he said it, I was like, there was only one way that story could have ended. As soon as I left him up to his own means. Yeah, you left him to his own devices. And yeah. That's what you, you let him with. figure it out. He found out. But yeah, she was she was a 17-year-old until like nearly, like damn near the first semester of her freshman year ended. And I was a 21-year-old senior. And so that was... She was she's so funny. Um, unintended. There was one point where I was on the phone with somebody. We had these like big walk-in closets and we go in there to change. I was on the phone with somebody when I got in there and I was just talking to them for like 45 minutes. And then I was like, well, I'm gonna go get ready for bed. And I hung up and I opened the door and she was just sitting in the closet. I said, Oh my god, she goes, Well, I, I went to go change, but then I heard you on the phone and I didn't want to interrupt you. I was like, You sat in here for 40 minutes? She's like, I didn't want to pay, I didn't want to bother you. It's like, Jesus. Aww. It's like, oh my god. It's a good Such thing a you're having a human. clean conversation. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're one of them, huh? Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
A Z C biscuit. Like I'm the only one dated long distance. Bite me. No. Fair enough. Yeah, that's a good call. Um. I will. Okay, so I will say the only experience I have with that is sexting a girl in Texas, and that was about as much fun as it sounds. I Why mean, is it so quiet? Sounds like you didn't do it right, but like yeah, that's yeah. It sounds like you did not do anything correctly. <laughs> yeah, a- I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation. Well, I mean, I know now, but you know, easy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Calm it down. At the time, I like I didn't see because I was just like, okay, is this before there's picture messages? No, Dick, not that goddamn old. Okay, I remember well, hey, the- hey, because I am okay. So I, well, hold on. <laughs> I remember picture messaging. I remember when it came out. I remember when that became a thing. I remember when it cost a fortune to do. It was like a dollar. Oh, yeah. It was like a dollar ninety nine. One of the funniest fucking things when texting just it started and my aunts did not have it on their phone plan. And my aunt Cecilia or excuse me, Aunt Sandra came down from Kentucky and she just started texting everybody because she had it on her phone, Mm -hmm. but nobody else did. So oh. it, was, it would cost them a quarter. Yep. And all of a sudden, my Aunt Sandra and my Aunt Susan just take off running across the yard because Susan was chasing her with love with a stick or something. Stop texting me. You, you goddamn, you owe me like $4.75 because you won't stop texting me. God, remember when minutes were a thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember hey, that. Remember these days? Hey, call me back after nine when it's free. Yeah. I remember okay. those. A lot I of those. those. I or did it was like, date, I'll call yeah. you Saturday because weekends are free. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, now I did date long distance for a lot of college, and the guy that I was dating at the time, he had lived in Illinois, and that was our thing. Like, we would talk after nine, had to be after nine. That yep. was, you know, it's like, all right, get everything done that you need to get done for the day by nine, and that way you can talk. I'm real curious. Stop it. What's up? Stop it. I just had the thought, and I don't know if you saw me have the thought, but you fucking leave me alone, okay? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> what? You're like you're you're wearing a red shirt. Your face is the same color as your shirt. God damn it. Oh, it's 15 weeks of this show. We're still fucking talking about it. Oh. Go ahead, sir. What's up? Do you know what time zone that's in? Yeah, actually, uh, the Peoria time zone the same as this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guess who didn't know what time zone I... Chicago was in? Yeah. Yeah. I was at work listening to that episode, and I remember, because that's that's a pretty common mistake, okay? Because you do have to pass through a time zone that's, you know, that's different to get to Illinois, okay? So, that being said, I get where you're coming from, although, you know, you probably should have known, but that's okay. Yeah, should have. That's yeah. 100%. 100% should have. But I swear, it's I a sitting, straight line, clearly. We were, we were slow at work, and I, I think I was, like, entering a fax or something, and, like, I'm doing the numbers, and then it said it, and I was like... Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh sweet baby angel, no. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. What about oh, yeah. the mountains in Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that I probably would have made that mistake too. No, you wouldn't. No. Have. No. Yeah, no. but I want to say it. Like that's. <laughs> 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 that sounds like pandering in my book. Yeah, you're. 
Stop kissing the ass. It's not like I said, bless your little heart. Bless your little heart. But, you know. <laughs> You're welcome to. <laughs> bless bless your, your little heart. I was Tell talking you to, what. I was talking to somebody recently, and I was trying to describe them to, to uh, trying to describe a different person to them. And I said, he's, he's really, like, he's, he's a real sweet. He's really dumb, but he's really sweet. <laughs> and I kept trying to think of, like, different ways to be like, it's not that bad. No, he's a nice guy. And finally, the person goes, you're about, like, two verbs away from just bless his heart. And I was like, yeah, let's reel it back. Let's reel it back. Let's bring it back. But, you know. Will you get that shit any grin off your face, please? <laughs> it just makes me so happy. <laughs> That's okay. Um, <sighs> trying to think. My question. Oh, oh, no, I have one. I've got one. See, my question I was going to have is if, if he actually lived in a different time zone, how would that have worked? If he would have been in, say it was nine o'clock his time, but eight hour time, um, it go it applies to the phone bill, uh, yeah. the phone in question. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's all it was going to be, yeah. and then you decided to bring that up. You know what? So there I was to help you out. <clears throat> I can tell you a really embarrassing thing that happened. Um, when I was dating somebody, we were talking about things that we would like to see, and I was talking about how I really wanted to see Queen, really wanted to see Queen because I thought I didn't really understand what it was about. And the guy says, yeah, but like Freddie Mercury's dead. And I said, well, yeah, not the original cast. Because I thought Queen oh, no. was a play oh. based on Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow. And, yep, and that's because I thought it was part of a play. That's, that's very intriguing. That's huge. Uh-huh. If that helps you out at all. Wow. That, the, ooh, wow. Yeah. Freddie Mercury is one of my favorite male vocalists ever. Well, see, at the time, I didn't know. I was a teenager, but I don't want to say how old. Well, they, they, they say <laughs> they say that he's probably the greatest singer of all time. He, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Well, it's just the way that his vocal range works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say that his actual range was not even fully developed yet because yeah. of the way that he sung. Nobody could actually pinpoint how to utilize his voice. I love me some Freddie Mercury. By the but, way, yeah. since we're talking, we're going to shift over when you're done with your show about your podcast. Okay. Have you reviewed Bohemian Rhapsody? Um, No. Have I'd, you seen the movie? Yeah. Okay. You didn't seem like you were very thrilled by the movie. No, I did like it a lot. Um, But the thing is, it's not something that was like an uncovered gem and no one really was like, hey, you should go see Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. It was something that. Leah saw right away. I saw right away. So, I mean, it wasn't really a thing where... Okay. Yeah. So, it's not like a current event movie kind of thing. Not necessarily. Um, Okay. There was no, is it okay? Is it not okay? Kind of if or wishy-washy about it. And so, subsequently, it was like, well, not really a reason to to go into that. Everyone seemed to love it. And it was like, what are we going to do? Just talk in the mic. It's like, hey, did you see it? Yep. Is it good? Yep. And that's our show. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. It is it. historically inaccurate. Oh, yeah. Wildly inaccurate. Very, very historically inaccurate. Also, I loved it so much. And when Rocket Man was coming out, I was like, this is going to be great. And I made it through about 20 minutes of that thinking, it'll get better. It'll get. No, it didn't. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. What is Rocket Elton Man? Elton John. Would you think? Yeah, it was about Elton John. Yeah. Well, Here's, 
There is a movie called Rocket Man with Harlan Williams in it, where they okay. go to Mars. Okay, not that one. Not that yeah. one. No. So the Rocket Man is a biography of Elton John? Yeah, except it's not like a biography in the sense that Bohemian Rhapsody was. It's a jukebox musical bit biography, and I hate jukebox musicals. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Because I love Elton John. I just didn't know what a jukebox musical Jukebox musicals is. are whenever you take um, a bunch of songs and then you stitch a story around it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Like Mamma Mia. No, never seen it. I do love that. Congrats, though. you just saved yourself like two hours of yeah. just god it's, awful. It's a music it's a it's a movie with a musical about a woman that has three dudes show up because she doesn't remember which one the dad is. And they sing ABBA songs around the movie. It's all ABBA. And I love ABBA. I do. Okay. Who is so, ABBA? Fun fact about my dad. Who is ABBA? <laughs> Uh, he was in were, ABBA. That's they were a Dutch four-person group in the era of the seventies. Mm-hmm. Not quite disco. Not quite disco. Not quite great. I love them. I thought they were. I think they're good. So my dad, if you remember my dad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're gonna so, watch so, me? So what happened right then? Josh is pointing at her, going, "If you remember my dad, she's just shaking her head." And Abba's still not good at all, not good. And then she just looks at Josh, like, yeah, "Oh, I, I'm I supposed just, to pay attention now." I was looking at you for a couple of seconds as you like were shaking your head. Do you remember my dad? Was, and this was he pointing yes. at you. Do you remember my dad? You're just like, Mm-mm. no, sure don't. <laughs> no, I remember your dad. He was involved in the band boosters. Yes, a lot. Yeah, so I do remember your dad. Yes. So is he a good man? Because you were shaking your head. No. no, he's yes. No, given the choice between. Uh, Mr. Odom or Abba, it's like Mr. Odom a thousand times, hundred percent. I do wish I could have met your dad. He's a great guy. I miss him a lot. Coming up on six years, he's been gone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I do not remember where we went. It may have been honor band or something, because there was a group of us that went. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. There were two other people in the car with us. One of them was Lindsey Daniels, saxophone player, like wickedly talented saxophone player. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The other that's a face that doesn't remember. I don't. I don't. Yeah, remember. no, I know you don't. Like I can tell. Like you have no idea who I'm talking about. Like Sorry. the Rolodex. I graduated with her. So the okay. Rolodex is rolling. It is not catching the. It's AI. not. I. And, you know. But I'm. I, if 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 you're listening, I'm sure you're awesome, Lindsey. I doubt that she, she's okay. heard this no, at all. Yes, no, okay. not even she a little bit. She probably stopped halfway through the first episode. That could be yeah. your mission. You could be like, this could be the episode. This could be the the Lindsay Daniels. Operation Lindsay Daniels. Operation Lindsay Daniels. It kind of sounds like we're plotting to kidnap her, so let's probably... Yeah, <laughs> we'll let that go. Let's you just, know, let's just yeah, move let's, away. We'll keep that on the So tell me about the car ride. The car ride that Lindsay Daniels was there for. And I don't remember who the other person was in the car. But my dad had just gotten a compilation of ABBA. It was called ABBA Gold. And that that CD. Are you okay over there? Yep. That CD got played 
at least twice on the way up there. You have to understand what's happening in my head. All I can hear is doot, 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 like the, the beginning of Mamma yeah, Mia. The beginning just- of Mamma Mia, which is the first, the second song on that CD. The first one is Dancing Queen. Oh, God. Yeah. So the, that one just so came screaming back. So, so the, 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 the album starts with the piano slide. Yeah. Screaming back. Yeah. At least twice we listened to that CD in a row on the way there. Wherever we were going was an extended drive, like maybe Jacksonville State or Troy or Auburn or something like that. I don't specifically remember. Because Didn't we used to go to Dothan? I remember that was being a lovely, like really long trip. Dothan? Dothan? Dothan's like an hour and a half from here. I don't think it's Huh? If it's on a bus, it's much longer. Especially fair. if you were in guard. Fair. That too. Very fair. You're not wrong. But continue no. with your yes, continue. awesome continue. ABBA story. Continue with well, your, your my, regulation. Well, listening to that, and then he would pop in the Troy State University CD for whatever year that was. Because my dad's a Troy alum. Were you there when night was the... No. Okay, so Sasser's you came in first Sasser. year was my first yeah. year. Because night thought the sun rose and set in Troy. Like yeah. everything was Troy. Everything like, was Troy. Yeah. Yeah. My dad and him and my dad went to college together. Yeah. Uh, but I remember getting wherever we were going and immediately as Lindsay gets out of the car, she is asking anybody and everybody, <laughs> Hey, can I please ride back with y'all? I hey, d- it wasn't personal. It was because of ABBA. It was because of ABBA. Cause ABBA's not the best. She finally <laughs> told me that years later, like senior year of high school, or something it's like it wasn't your dad, it was his music. There is a show that uh, I think it's still on Netflix called Crazy Ex Girlfriend. It's 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 amazing, but it has musical numbers in it. And the one song that's based off of like it's it's inspired by ABBA is called uh, "Very First Penis," <laughs> and it's about the the lyrics are "Your very first penis I saw," and it's pretty much just "Mamma Mia," first penis, very first penis. And oh. it's, yeah. All right. Recommended. That's what you guys know. <laughs> Definitely not. I'm okay without that in my life. Well, it's been a good show. We're going to wrap it up. Well, let's see. We're, uh, we did cross that hour mark. Roll the credits, credits, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. Oh, boy. I mean, booty hoop for the Lord. Uh, I'm gonna uh, go to church. If it helps I at need, all, they don't, don't show a penis. They don't if show that a helps penis. you at all, it doesn't. No, it does not. <laughs> no. Also, there's a show on on Netflix called Big Mouth. Yep. That show is not a good show to watch when you are really fucking stoned. Yeah, that's you're gonna have to elaborate there. So. so I don't. I can't tell you anything specifically about this show. Twelve and thirteen year old boys are going through puberty. And all of the other um, aspects of life. Oh, and it's not just the boys, although it does. The two major characters are Nick and Andrew. Um, you also see the girls also entering puberty. Now, it's all an animated series voiced by Nick Kroll and John Mulaney and okay. others. I know who John Mulaney is. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the one episode or half episode I saw, I was at Aaron Wheeler's house and I was absolutely smashed. And he said, hey, do you want to watch Big Mouth? And I think I said, something something along those lines. Because the first like 10 minutes of yeah. of the high for me is a very about, dangerous yeah. time. 
After that, I'm a normal human. I was like, how how raunchy could it be? And you do see an animated 11-year-old penis. There's like, an animated 11-year-old right dick that comes out and starts talking to the girl. That's what I saw. Hi. So that and doesn't that was, happen. What? <laughs> that's that not how that works. That's not in the episode. Yes. Yes. The one put, I saw. You want to put money on it? On the first episode. Not the first episode. Uh-huh. Like the first episode I saw is what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? No, no. Why did you look really at bottle of water I, like it had the answer? You didn't see what happened? No. It like it splashed back up into my eye. Oh no, I missed oh, no, that. I sure missed it because all I saw was you looking at a bottle like you tell at, me smart water. You were looking, give me answers. You were looking at it like this motherfucker saying serious. I tried to figure didn't out me? how it splashed. No. I'm good. Uh, the episode I saw, either, my he eye, was, Hyundai. either he was talking to it or it was talking to him or something like that. Again, I would like to point out that I was absolutely smashed when I saw eight you're, minutes of this show. You're the, definitely a bit blitzed. The best part of that show is the hormones are like characterized by the hormone monster, who's just this big beast that comes up with terrible, terrible ideas. Like, well, I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> That's we're not going to go into the details, but it's it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. I highly doubt it is. I'm I'm not watching it. I say I don't watch much TV. Like my TV is on that wall right there. <laughs> He's watched more TV in a month than I probably have in a year. The nice thing about recommended is I do get to watch like a bunch of different things without feeling guilty about it because it's like oh this is like research it's like For the show gonna, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of nice. We still have to finish Lucifer. We do got to finish Lucifer. I need to get back on Ted Lasso. And yeah. I'm currently caught up on One Piece. On yeah. what? One Piece. One Piece. I'm not watching any of those shows. Uh, Lucifer's Lucifer. a fantastic show. Lucifer's, I started it. I like Lucifer just because of the fact he drives a, a very nice Corvette. He's really hot, but I doubt that's what the draw is for you guys. But you'd be, yeah, she's you'd be surprised. Really hot. Um, I'm pretty sure the girl that plays Eve, like she comes in it later. She was in a really interesting show called Imposters, which made two seasons. The first of which was golden, and the second of which was crap. I think I've uh, I think I've heard of that show. I may have seen a little bit <clears throat> of a snippet, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I, I wanted to watch that. Now that I think about it, Lucifer Morningstar. Lucifer Morningstar. Plus his uh, his right hand woman. She's yeah, whatever her hot. name is, Detective. No, 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 no. Talk oh, about Mazadine. Oh, yeah. She's hot. I'm with it. Yeah. See, again, we probably have different demographics there. Yes. <laughs> I'm, well, we are definitely not arguing that Lucifer is a very attractive he's man. He's a handsome fellow. He is, the he's person a good who plays guy. Lucifer is very <laughs> handsome. He is. He's a good-looking guy. And got to be confident to be able to say that. And yeah. He's... Whew. I mean, just facts. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't wish I was him, but I can understand the appeal of the guy. I, I do hope for his sake that accent's real. Yeah, no, there would be like a... Yeah, he would not survive. Yeah, just imagine yeah. if he walked up to you. Hi, Aubrey. My name is whatever his name is. Here's the thing: anytime somebody of that level of like super unrealistic attractiveness happens, I don't know how to talk. It's just like it's it's an inner is loop of though? me going. It's an inner loop of me going. Don't say weird shit, Silo. Don't say weird shit. Um. Hey, but is he that attractive? Because <laughs> as a dude looking at him. The sad part is there's so many dudes around here that I know that looks just like that guy. Like he's he's not he's not on a Mount Rushmore hot. He's just another dude around here. I wonder if we're talking about the same person. Hang on. The, the main character from Lucifer? 
Well, now I'm curious. Dark hair, fellas. <laughs> five five o'clock shadow. Maybe he has a seven week stubber going or seven day stubber. Stubble. Stubber. Okay, you know what? There has been a mistake. I'm thinking of the dude that played Barty Crouch Jr. in the Harry Potter movies. I don't know who that is. Pretty sure he's in Doctor Who. I do uh, know Doctor Who. I haven't seen Doctor Who. Yeah, that, like, and the thing is, the Doctor changes a lot. What season? My roommates were really into it. The one with the little, the pointed face, the the the, the hot one. Um, all right, hang on. The, hot, the <laughs> one with the face. The one with the face that changes when he dies. Yeah, he had like he had like a like some eyes and a nose, kind of symmetrical. Yeah, yeah, that's know, the just guy. like some other people, minus the people who don't have noses or eyes. This dude. Okay, that's a bad picture. Hang on. Why is there not like a picture where he's not scowling? Well, looks like the character. Don't know, but our producer could have definitely found yeah, this. Yeah, producer could have helped out with this. And it looks like the guy you're talking about. Okay, is- well he's he's making an angry face, but oh, like it's David Tennant. David Tennant. That's who I thought Lucifer was. No, no. Like as the actor, not in real life. No, so. If you're thinking about what I the show that I'm thinking about, he's in so he's in a uh, um, he's in a series where he plays a demon and then he has a counterpart that plays an angel and they actually swap places. Uh, I, I don't remember the show what it's called, but um, we need to find this. Yeah. Oh, it's a great show. It's actually fantastic. Um, I wish I knew the name of it because I would start watching it again. But I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's David Tennant. That is not Lucifer by any means. Okay. The Lucifer guy, while not unattractive, is not who I was picturing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So David Tennant was the 10th doctor. And if I remember correctly, when he came back, he was number, f- <coughs> he would also be considered number 14, I think it was. Because number 13 was a woman. Oh, yeah. And people like flipped out about that. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> like, good for her. It's fantastic. Why not? Why not have a woman as a doc- as the doctor? Oh, is this is this the same kind of controversy of the Little Mermaid being black now? Um, is it that kind of a big deal? Uh, in the sense kinda, that it shouldn't be. <laughs> it's something that shouldn't be a big deal. It's like, oh, you made Little Mermaid black, all right? And there's been. I'm more upset that they made the queen a guy. What? Oh. <laughs> I'm unaware. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Because the queen died, else. and now it's King Charles. Oh yeah, it's a bad joke. It's a bad joke. Boom. Yeah. Any users? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm still thinking about the movie, and you're like, "Yeah, too bad they made the queen a guy." Yeah. The fuck did they do that in Little Mermaid? Seriously. I actually saw that movie yesterday. My uh, my sister wanted to go see it. The Little was Mermaid. It? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. It was fun. How was how okay. was? Uh, so that's not exactly what I asked. I enjoyed but- it. I they they felt the need to put three new songs in there, which I don't understand. They've made some changes that I didn't understand. Like, Prince Eric is not actually the son of the king and queen. He was just, like, a baby that was shipwrecked, and they adopted him. You know, like all monarchies do. Um, Be surprised how many, like, backstories that's based off in Disney. But, I mean, it did make it... And the whole thing, like, well, we've got to be really careful not to lose the prince in these shipwrecks, because why? You could just get, like, a new one. Like... You could just find somebody else. I don't yeah, you understand. You just take somebody else's kid. Yeah. I mean, and apparently, there's a lot of shipwrecks around the island. And, by the way, there's like a, a party scene like you guys have seen the animated movie, my assumption, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's the been beginning, a long time. Many moons. Let's well, see, if I'm you remember. probably 30 years. Well, wait a minute. You have a, you have kids. You have a daughter, right? You have two daughters, yeah. yeah. So and you've seen it. 
Not yeah. recently. Yes. Actually. What? Don't forget uh, his kid. Don't hmm? forget you're missing one. He has three of them. You have three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And do you have any kids? I have dogs. You have dogs? I've got cats. I get it. I get it. I think I have a better choice. Why? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why am I a piece of shit now? You're not a piece of shit. <laughs> not no, that, no, no. What? No. Not even. Whoa. You got a little. You, why you are you so defensive over there? I have dogs. And it's like, oh, yeah, I have cats. I get it. This is like because- this fucking guy who's, has, who made his own people. Fuck this guy. This bitch a- here. Okay. No. My point is. Don't you look at me like that. Well, I, I, a fan is calling me, but we're going to let it go. I'll answer the phone until we're busy. No, not no, not a her. Who else is calling? It's CJ. I'll tell. I'll answer the phone until we're busy. To, to, Here, give me the phone. Oh, stop ringing. Eh. Too late. Oh. Sorry, buddy. But yeah, so... Yeah, in the beginning, there's like a the shipwreck and there's a fire and he saves the dog from the ship, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, in the, this movie, like, they're in the middle of a storm, everything's soaking wet, and then somebody, like, knocks over a lantern and the ship goes, is ablaze in, like, five seconds. What the hell is that ship soaked in? That it's going to be that much on fire in that kind of storm? Probably turpentine. I mean, and I kind of feel like that's the reason why they keep having all these shipwrecks. Probably. And again, you know, like, it just didn't make any sense. But it was a fun, like, a, I have no idea where those all this controversy is coming from. It was a fun, it was a fun way to spend, like, 90 minutes. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. And Melissa McCarthy. Yep. How did she do? She did great. Did she? I, mean, I just discovered the other day that she was. It wasn't Divine Brown. Like, no. it, you know, and it was never meant to be. No. That's like somebody trying to be, um. Glee Close from 101 Dalmatians. It's not going to happen. That's your go-to. So I don't remember who it was in the animated movie. Yeah, I don't either. So and why that was the first comparison I thought of also, Robin Williams is the, the genie. genie. I have yet to see the new Aladdin, and I refuse to watch it. It is okay. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I don't I, uh, I don't like Will Smith, but that's a different either. thing. Um. But I mean, it was fun. Nah. Uh, but but the thing is, I don't like a lot of the the, the remakes. I don't like I a lot either. of the remakes just because I don't know why they're there. But if they bring something new to it, I did like the costumes a lot in Aladdin. I thought for sure that was going to get a nod for costume design in at the the Oscars. No, not at all. But like I said, the the mermaid movie was a fun way to spend an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't understand what it was like. The Little Mermaid's black. So, okay, so what? Whatever. Well, it's set like you see a lot more like the village and everything, and a lot of people. I think it's set near like Jamaica, and so you know a lot of people have the Jamaican accent and everything, and it's she doesn't look out of place at all. Oh, so it goes with the movie. Yeah, well, the one who really looks out of place is the guy that plays uh, the Prince Eric, because he's yeah. this super white British guy. Hmm. Just just out of nowhere. Well, like, well, yeah. Okay. So, recommended got, to me by a friend. It got weird. I'm sorry. It did not get weird. Okay. This is okay. This, no, is, this, is, this is our show. This is not this weird is, at all. You're making fantastic, fantastic conversations. This is Don't great. lie this, to me, young man. This is, <laughs> Look, this here, is our lady, show. She's barely a year older than me. I'm in my 80s. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I accept You that. claim to be there. Real life claims that you're barely a year older than I am. 
<sighs> okay. Now that we got that out of the way. I don't claim to be in my 80s. I claim to be 34 and feel like shit. It's it's actually not as bad as you think. Do you have an AARP card? Um, say, do you get your senior discounts there, non-senior citizen? No. No, I gotta look at that paperwork, I guess. Yeah, you need to work some fraud. You know. I mean, the sad thing is this household, this address does get AARP mail sent to it. I mean, if you can be transabled, you can be <laughs> what? Did you not have you not seen that? Like people that feel that they should have been born with a disability. So they're transabled now. I don't pay attention to any of that stuff. Mm. Yeah, well, there's yeah. one of these fucking morons that decided she was going to pour drain cleaner in her eyes because she felt like she was supposed to have been born blind. That's just Darwinism. Yeah. I mean, let's work out itself. What drives, what pisses me off about that is having a dad that was disabled. That yeah. drives me crazy because he didn't pick it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I understand. These fucking people piss me off. Well, I mean, that that's the same thing how I'd probably feel because, you know, my my mom passed the stage four breast cancer. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like I should have had cancer. It's like, well, I feel like kicking you in the fucking teeth now. Yeah. Like anything that's very important to you, just put it in front of me and I'll kick it twice. Yeah. Once with his foot. Yeah. Sorry. Don't no, know it's that, fine. This. I just hadn't heard of that. Yeah. 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 I didn't either. So, <laughs> we both learned there today. We go. Anyway, yeah, if look that kind of twinsies. dumb shit can go on, you can. You, you can, can critique be, the, the the mermaid movie in, yeah, in a weird nondescript way. No, I meant that you could say that you're 80. Oh yeah. I uh, I won't acknowledge it. That seems fair. That seems fair. I mean, you do what you want. Yeah, you do you boo boo. You <laughs> as live long as you're a contributing you member live of your society. Best life. I'm just gonna be over here. That guy say, like, "Hey, she's really not that old." Uh, it's how you feel. Oh, I feel terribly old. Like, I feel great. I can't. I can't sit up when I get out of bed. I got to roll. I I used to do swing and ballroom dancing back in college, and then about a year ago, a friend and I were like, "You know, it'd be fun. Let's go swing dancing." What was your favorite dance? We met. What? What was your favorite dance? Swing dancing. Yeah. What was your favorite dance? I used to do swing dancing when I was younger. My sister was. Is, I guess just East Coast swing. Well, there's different dances inside of swing dance. You there was different ones that you could do. Well, I mean, Don't like, there's different the moves, like the Lindy or things like that. But, I mean, never really got into it that much, I guess. Oh, okay. We used to go weekly, but I never learned, like, all, like, the, the names for it. Uh, I have actually been to the University of Mobile swing dancing. You have? Yes. Yeah. My my buddy, Bennett Trailer started that. Really? Yeah. He um He's living out in Pensacola. Okay. In fact, you guys might know um his dad, Ted Trailer, is the big, like, the Olive Baptist Church, the televised church. Mm-hmm. That's nope, that's his sure dad. Don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Again, that thing that hangs up there is just kind of decorations. Fair enough. It's a big ass church in Pensacola. Yeah, it's it's enormous. Um <laughs> but yeah, so he he had been doing swing dancing in Pensacola and he was gonna pitch this idea. We're gonna do a, a club, a swing dancing club in, in University of Mobile. And he goes, Will you will you come? And I was like, Do I wanna come and watch you pitch to a stuffy board of old Baptists that we should have a dancing club? Hell yeah, I wanna be there. <laughs> Ah, dude, I wish I would have been there when for that. When you sell it like that. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. So where I learned was in Foley at Steps Ballroom Dance. Uh-huh. Uh, like I said, my sister was a teacher. Oh, cool. Uh, my aunt, before she passed, she was actually a competitive uh-huh. ballroom dancer. And she was nationally recognized. She was amazing. It's awesome. It. So that's why I was kind of like, ha, 
cool. Yeah, no, Common I don't. ground here. Yeah. I'm with it. So, because they, so like their swing dancing, don't get me wrong, what you're saying is correct. Yeah. I'm going off of my knowledge of like everything I learned, like the tango and the foxtrot and all that jazz. Well, yeah, but those are not swing dances. Those it's, are just, yeah. It's not, but it's still stuff that they taught there. So that's why I was kind of put it all into one. Uh-huh. So when I, when, you, when you said it that way, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going off of the way I was taught of like seven different like the dances. Like actual professional like names for it and stuff. Yeah. It's like, yep. But yeah, no, we went um, like a year ago and we made it a dance and a half. It was like, I am ready to go. <laughs> that was. <laughs> well, my thing, find my walker. So here's my thing. <laughs> When I was swing dancing, I was 17 and mm-hmm. learning about life. And I was dancing with 30-year-olds who were just drop-dead gorgeous. That was their profession. Oh. And I'm just, I'm loving life. Like, looking at these beautiful ladies. And they're like, I wish you were 21. Like, I wish I was 21. <laughs> I wish I was 18. You could have lied about it. I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah. I'm, as That is not my Me personality. Neither. Yeah, lying about your age is wrong. Oh yeah, trust me. I, I know. Some, it's not like somebody here is doing it right now. Mm. Happy eighty third birthday, Aubrey. Yeah, happy eighty seventh day of your life. Thank you, young man. Thank you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thanks. you're looking fantastic mm-hmm. for being a day over one hundred seven. Okay, well now you're just being insulting. <laughs> My name's Aubrey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> like looking into a window into the future <laughs> see that's what i want to look like when i'm in my actual 80s beard whole thing <laughs> tattoos yep. yeah uh, you I was say you do have a pretty gnarly scar on your chest yeah so is, are you, do you, you got do a couple you of that i don't know how willing i am to commit to this yet so we'll just have to see where, where well, my life takes you have to have you don't have surgery. to okay. you're already committed to being in your 80s at 37 doesn't seem like that far off. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to start with tattoos. Do you have any tattoos currently? I don't. I'm terrified of needles. Like, oh. terrified of needles. It's a way different kind of needle. It's a way it's, different experience. It's interesting. I'm not the biggest fan of needles. They don't bother me. But the way that I looked at it was, it's not that it's actually going into, like, an injection, per se. It's just a really terrible tap. Mm-hmm. You okay over there? Yep. Sorry, just about needles. So well, what I, I will refrain from saying what I was about to say. Then oh. I okay, I have I gone underst- through. A I just full, didn't understand what you said. I'm sorry. The, I, I've I've gone through the full gamut of like all this stuff that I I have a big thing with needles to the point where I'm 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 in my late thirties. Okay, and I, rationally, it's like yeah, this is not a problem. You're thirty five. I'm no, <laughs> I'm I'm about to be. I'll be thirty six in a week. So you're 35. So you're 35. That's how until that works week. until you turn 36. <laughs> you're 35. You're mid-30s. Yeah, no, I'm turning 36. I had to actually do the math. It's like, am I 37? No. Okay, I'm 30. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, the point is, I'm I'm old enough to where I need to be, like, I'm aware that needles are not that big of a thing. Like, it's not like being attacked by a bear. Okay? I know that. However, like, that would be a legitimate fear. That's what I'm saying. But I have... Like, okay, I went to a dermatologist, and I got these, like, weird spots in my hands. And I said, well, we're going to have to do a biopsy. And I said, what we're going to do is just a little local anesthetic, and we're just going to take the, the thing off the off your thumb. And I said, okay, great. And I said, but the problem is you can't move once we start the local anesthetic. And I said, okay, yeah, no problem. So I'm thinking about it in my head. I was like, okay, it's going to focus, 
and I can get past this. And so as she's approaching me with a needle, because I was like, don't, if I watch it, then I'll know not to jump just in surprise. And she says, okay, you okay? And I went, yep, 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 yep. And I didn't realize, I just kept saying, just yep, 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 as she got closer with the needle. And then I woke up on the table in just a cold sweat. And they said, what happened was I was watching it and then I just fell. I just passed out and they just pushed me back on, you know, and I woke up drenched in sweat like a couple minutes later. And they said, you okay? I said, yeah. Um, what time is it? And they said, yeah, it hasn't been long. I said, I got to get back to work. And I immediately tried to get up. They're like, no, you need to stay here because, yeah. And by the time I got back to work, I told my boss, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm late. And I'm running in. She goes, it's okay. And she looked at me, she goes, oh my God. I had sweated so much. My makeup had run. I looked like a member of Kiss. <laughs> so I'm racing into the office. I was like, what the hell happened to you? It's like, well, she, <clears throat> she stung me with a needle. <laughs> just super sad. Just, just, a, just a needle. That was enough to just. Hmm. And I got a story about the time I passed out. Ooh, do tell. Make so, me feel less weird. No, mine's not. I didn't pass out because of the needle. I actually passed out because I didn't have any food in me. Oh. After I gave blood. So what happened is like, I'm hungry. And Bloodmobile is in front of Firehouse Subs in Malvis. Oh. Oh, yeah. Sons of bitches. So I'm like, okay. What's going on here? And it said, if you donate, if you donate blood, you get a free foot long or free something sub. I was like, I can do a good thing and get fed. All right. So I go in there. I donate blood. And I'm feeling fantastic. They gave me a little Coke. And I was like, yeah, I better go inside and get some food. So I go inside, order my food. I sit down. I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on the food to get made. And where I'm sitting at, they had the table. I was the, I was at a table that was closest to the wall at the counter. And the tables, I would say, they were about three or four foot apart from each other. Right. So even if somebody was sitting down back to back, there was still about two foot of space between the chairs to walk through. I set my head down on my hand, so I'm just like basically just one cheek and in palm. This lady decides to get up and walk behind me, even though her table was in front of me and to the left of me. Like she wasn't directly in front of me. She was like the next set of rows, tables back. But some reason she walked behind me. And as she as she walked behind me, she bumped me. And at some point in time, I must have passed out because I don't remember getting touched. I don't remember hitting the wall face first. I broke their tile. With my forehead. Oh. So I broke I broke a piece of tile on my forehead and then I'm just on the ground and I wake up and I'm looking, I'm like, huh. Why is everything higher than what it was? <laughs> Cause I don't like I said, I don't remember falling asleep. I don't remember passing out. I just know that I woke up and I went uh-huh. to get up. Next thing I know, I have a cold pack going up my back. About made me jump out of my skin, and this lady who works there was a firefighter. She was that was her like second job and stuff like that. I go to stand up, and she just shoves me back down. Yep. I got no strength to fight this. She goes, "You're not getting up. You just passed out. Your face just connected with my counter, and you broke tile." <laughs> okay, that's concussion territory right there. I then proceeded to ask, "Where's my food?" <laughs> She's like, you got your priorities. Worried, you're worried about your food right now. It's like I donated blood for this. Yes, <laughs> huh. I'm there. So this is what makes the story better, in my opinion. An ambulance and a fire truck show up. No. They ask me, "Hey, man, 
We heard your face collided with something. Do you want to go to the hospital? And I asked them straight out, is there a bump on my forehead? They're like, no. Okay, then I'm fine. I'm going to go home. Yep. Well, as the ambulance is leaving, no, 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 the no, no. ambulance backs up and gets their back tire hung on the steel step of the fire truck. Mm. So now the fire truck and the <laughs> ambulance is stuck together and they're now waiting on a record to come pull them apart. I had about eight people look at me extremely pissed off. And I told um, every single one of us, like, I didn't call y'all. Don't be pissed off at me. At that point, you're like, hate to be that guy, but I'm going to need a to-go cop. Like, I got to get out of here. Oh, I was walking out. Yeah. I was already, I was halfway to my truck and I looked and I was like, that happened to me, didn't it? That This happened because y'all came to check on me. And they're like, yeah, thanks. I'm like, yeah, I was the one who called. I disagree. It happened because whoever was in the ambulance doesn't know how to fucking drive. Dude, it, it was fantastic. That's what it sounds like to me. Well, the ambulance people were mad at the fire truck. <clears throat> the fire truck was mad at the ambulance. I walk out. Both of them decide to settle their differences real quick and look at me. It's like, I have no part in this. Yeah. I was at the point in my fire service career when I left that if something like that would have happened and they'd have come at me throwing smoke, they'd have got told to get fucked and I'd have dragged them across the parking lot in my truck. <laughs> I'd have gotten that truck, put it in gear, and I'd have dragged those motherfuckers across the parking lot, Dude, telling them to get fucked while I was doing it. Fresh out of fucks to give. <laughs> Got no fucks to give. And, that, and they would have been like, I'm going to call your fire chief. I would have handed them my cell phone. <laughs> call him. Here, I'll dial it. I'll call like, Hey, hey, call Raymond. Call Tony. Who have tip? God damn it. Call, call Tony. Yeah. I was like, we're like, going to call the mayor. Mm. Well, just swipe back up to his name. His yeah. name's Richard. Go, go to that guy. Dial it. Guess yeah. what? I'm going to tell him the same thing I told y'all. Yeah. Hey, boss, I told them to get fucked. They don't know how to drive. Yeah. That is how that would have went if Josh would have been there as a lieutenant. <laughs> y'all can get fucked. Oh, man. This is fantastic. So, recommended to me by a friend. Okay, yeah. recommended to me by a friend. Yeah. Or, well, are we done? Or do you have anything else you need to add about Define Normal? Well, I mean, I... I mean, I could probably talk more about it, but I don't really know what you guys want to hear. Or Doesn't matter. Talk about whatever, whatever you want. want to talk about. You are here to brag. Yeah. Um, okay. We're just here to be fillers. Okay. Well, that's... Oh, okay. Um, I would say that for legal purposes, we don't advertise a lot of how much is based on a true story. Um, although a surprising amount is based on true stories every episode you've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some certain things that have been kind of tweaked and twisted here and there. Um, the milk experiment is way more tame in the show than it was in real life way more tame i'm really looking forward to see how that concludes yeah that was um two of my guy friends in their dorm just had some milk in their fridge and they were like this is definitely expired but i wonder how far this can go to the point where i went to go i was over there visiting and i was gonna go and use their bathroom and then i saw this huge swollen thing in the corner and it was a milk carton that they just duct taped and i was like what the hell is that? And they said, well, yeah, it's uh, it's just starting to expand. And we got worried. So we, we put duct tape around it so it wouldn't explode. <laughs> and at no point you thought, maybe we should get rid of this. I don't know. Like, no, we want to see where this goes. And um, oh. yeah. Um, so, I mean, things like that. But um, we are, like I said, the first season finale is 
about to air. It should air the day after this episode. It should. So this will come out on the 31st of Mm -hmm. May. June 1st is season finale. Yes. And then after that, um, we don't know if we're going to make any more because we have not had a fan interaction like with it. Hardly anyone's written any comments. And so we just we don't know what's going to happen yet. Um, The latest idea is possibly doing like a audio version of an episode with the with the cast um but we're gonna have to wait on that because at least two of them have become new parents (laughs) you guys okay (laughs) two of them become new parents two of them have become become new parents parents. (laughs) they're so happy (laughs) it's actually um oh my god uh, the, the the actors that play Reagan and Josh, who on the show are a couple, and in reality, they both married different people pretty much at the same time, and now have just become uh, parents. Oh, so that's good, pretty interesting good for them. Yeah, those the Reagan and Josh is the ones having the competition. Reagan and Josh are the um, let's see, no. Emily Derricks um plays Emily. She's the one that has the the long red hair. Yeah, yeah, and okay, I know you're thinking, but the competition is. Hannah is the one in the competition. That's who Leah plays. Okay. Okay. And Jasco is that's who my friend Michael's based off yes. of. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was an unfortunately real situation where we they kept it was they just kept coming up with like different ways to try to you know one of them was going to beat the other one at these different games that went on for way too long and eventually we made a game called Soccer Chair and the only rule actually the, the initial rule was you you were in two office chairs in different corners. And the objective was to get your chair into the your opponent's corner while defending your own corner. And the only rule initially was you can't put your feet to the ground. And then we had to introduce the second rule, which was no kicking anybody in the neck. Because, oh. because Hannah, who's based off a friend whose nickname is Trixie, Trixie um, was like, well, there's no rule against kicking somebody in the neck. We're like, wow. Well, there is now. Well, there is now. This is why we have these things. Way too competitive. This is why we can't have nice things. Are you okay, buddy? I'm fine now that the initial pain of getting a a 10-pound phone thrown onto my kneecap. I didn't give it enough oomph. He did better than CJ. But yes, that's all of Define Normal, I would say. Yeah, okay. So, as far as recommended goes, um, I don't really have a segue. (laughs) You don't need okay. one. Just yeah, start talking. Just roll in. Just roll. Yeah, in. just roll into it. It's well, fine. I mean, we kind of discussed it. Um, like I said, Leah and I started doing that. Uh, she had been in Atlanta for a while. She was doing different acting things. And the pandemic hit. She came back down. Her family's local, and um, just like mine. And so we were trying to figure out what to do. And the problem is, at the time, with Define Normal, we were. I had gone up north, and we met with some people. Me and uh, my producer Dan Little. We had met with some people. We talked about what we wanted the next stage of the show to be, and I was going to write a show bible. That was my 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 goals. I had to write a show bible, pretty much where the show was going to go, and I had one year to do it. And then I had my plane ticket booked, ready to go back up north to you know see about more meetings. And then the pandemic hit; everything gets shut down. So Leah's back. I'm here, both sort of on standby. And that's whenever we started. It's like, well, we have all this free time. Why don't we? take all these recommendations that everyone's you know throwing around and we'll do something with that we've been like i said we've done mostly movies um because at the time that's all that we could do 
we've done a few episodes that never made it to air because we realized in the process, it was like, this is bad. Like, this is not working at all. We did a 3D puzzle episode that we both got frustrated with. That was our first time we tried to do like a video recording. I was like, this, no one's going to watch this. And I'd feel bad for anybody that did. And let's see, we keep trying, I keep trying to do meringue cookies and I can't figure it out. It's impossible. It's what it, cookies? Meringue cookies. Meringue, cookie, meringue like lemon cookies. meringue cookies? Not lemon meringue, just meringue. Just meringue. Yeah. And here's the thing. I don't know for sure because I cannot figure out how to make a meringue. I think, I think you have to sell your soul to the devil to do it. I can make a phone call and we can find out. <laughs> it's pretty drastic. It's very drastic. But... I tried everything else. I just don't know what I'm missing. Well, I would say that that shouldn't be your, your next choice. I would say that's not the next step. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant making making the cookies in the show is not the next step. You're saying don't sell your soul. Yeah, don't sell your soul. Yeah, okay. don't you don't do that. I'm so glad you got two and two together on yeah. that one. That was my plan. It was like, well, after this, I got some I, some shady dude, deals to make. I said last night at a wedding, once plus once is once twice. You I did. said that out loud, and it made sense at the time. <laughs> I don't know how, but in the conversation, once plus once is once twice. And it worked. Nobody questioned it at all. I it, still don't know why. It makes you do a mental backstep, and it's almost poetic. Yeah. To the point where if you don't get it, quote unquote, get it right away, there's something wrong with you. That's going to be the Mormon Church's next billboard. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. Once plus music. once is once twice. <sighs> Yeah, Mormon Revelations four forty seven, whatever their book, whatever their Bible's called, whatever your plate is, what does it read? Hmm. Oh, that didn't sound very good. That's a firework. I hope so. Didn't sound what? very fireworky. It did not sound very fireworky. That's okay. There, you. How would you define fireworky in in comparison to what we just heard? Um, that was real low to the ground. Definitely, part of that has to do with the altitude the sound came from. Okay. Yeah, because it's like a firecracker. Probably. Unless they threw a firecracker in the road, no. Yeah. So what do you think it was? Sounded like a gunshot. Sounded like a gunshot. We're not going to talk about it anymore. Okay. Yeah. But just FYI, should I be worried when I leave here? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Not at all. You're my neighbor's a retired uh, army vet. He's real cool. He real cool. Yeah, we stay strapped in here, so you're. Yeah. You're See, that's lot. not reassuring. But okay. You're, it's not. No. What Why not? Well, I don't know something about just guns around and, you know, in general. Oh, well, there's you're you're pretty close to quite a few of them. All right, we're going to move on. That's fine. All right. No judgment. Okay. Billy Crystal. <laughs> what about Billy Crystal? Don't know. Kelly anyway. Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Kelly Nobody Clarkson. puts baby in the corner. So, okay. our excursion that we're going to do for your show. Yes. The Escape Room in Gulf Shores. That's the one I'd like to do because that's okay. the one that has the most that's, fun theme. That's fine. Yeah. I have not done an escape room before. Neither have I. Now, question. Wait. Are you talking about the one down at the wharf? No idea. That's I found the Beach. website. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Because I don't know the one that's in Gulf Shores. I know the one that's at uh, Isn't the there wharf. an arcade or something in Gulf Shores now? Well, there used to be. I worked at it. I know there used to be. Yeah. I, it used to be... Um, Oh, goodness. I can see it in my head. I just cannot think of the little center that is. I can't in. think of it either. But it would be real great if we had a producer here and he could just yeah, look it up for us. Real quick, you know, that's kind of his job that he said he <sighs> wanted. He said he.
experiencing some technical difficulties. We are definitely oh, yeah, experiencing. We're back now. Yeah. We're, yeah. We'll edit that we're out. We're going to have to cut that yeah. out. We'll cut that so you're out. You're going to break your editing rule for that. We're going to break our editing rule well, for no, that. So we had yeah. to do it once we before. We had to do it once. I had my dogs up here, and my boy decided to unplug my microphone. And it wasn't long, but Josh Josh covers it up pretty good. Yeah, you can't even tell in the audio. Yeah. Because nice. he does your dad noise. <laughs> we're going <laughs> yeah. I threw a dad noise in there. That's why. Uh, I'm the problem. It's me of why we just lost audio for a second. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I don't know what I was saying when it cut off, but I just happened to look and I didn't hear anything anymore. So it was like, oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> you handled it with well, grace. We were talking yeah, about I was very classy <laughs> we were, about it. We were talking about Billy Hamilton and, and B- Kelly whatever. and Billy Hamilton? Yeah, Billy Hamilton and Kelly whoever and Shania Twain. and Do fucking what? Who is Billy <laughs> Hamilton? I don't know. I'm just throwing names out there. Yeah. Same thing to do with Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. But you know who Billy Crystal is, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Love Billy Crystal. He's a fantastic comedian slash actor. Also, in the movie City Slickers and City Slickers 2, his it's- daughter in the movie is his actual daughter. Oh. Really? Yes. I did not know that. She is beautiful. <laughs> also in the movie, the guy thinks the, the cow he's trying to milk is a cow and is not. Yeah. Yeah, his okay name is Norman. Um, his name is Norman. Yeah. yeah, I'm pulling. I'm tugging. I'm tugging. I'm pulling. pulling. Nothing. Not a drop. Not a thing. His name is Norman. <laughs> you were pulling on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm gonna go wash up. I'm gonna wash my hands. Dude, I miss movies like that. But anyways, yeah. no, we were talking about. So I'm trying to find it because um, I want to read the actual description. It's a place in Gulf Shores called Escape. Oddly enough, um, no, oh, that's the whole name. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's very fitting. You, you pause like there was another but part of the spelled, name. Yeah, like the like the A's a, a lock and anyway. Um, oh, so they see. went they went deep on that. It, yeah. So I'm trying to get the thing. Like, sorry, I thought that I was going to be able to pull this thing up, and I'm not. It's not working. Well. Okay. Let's see. Insane is okay. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. So this is the one I want to do. If I could please, please read the thing. If these words would just show up on the page, do the thing. Go, I go, can't read. Thing. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I never learned to read. <laughs> I have a communication degree with no literacy. It is really easy to get. It's a totally achievable goal. Really? I, oh okay. my goodness! I had to do. I had my senior year. I had an eight a.m. class Monday, Wednesday, Friday with one professor, and then that same professor also taught an eight a.m. Thursday, Friday. So it was, and she had a rule that you would be at every single, you, if you missed three classes, no matter what your grade was, you failed automatically. Oh. And it was really easy to get out of bed because it was like, got to get up or you're going to risk your grade. And then the second semester, again, of my senior year, I remember I had like 8 a.m. beginning drawing for like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I was like, fuck that noise. I'm not going to that. And I, one day the professor who, I, I'm not going to say his name, but he, um, yeah, fuck it. He was one of those guys, it's like, just call me Phil, you know? And I was like, okay, just just call me Phil. And um, I came to class, he's like, hey, can I talk to you? I said, yeah. I says, are you aware you've missed eight classes? And without thinking, I went, I wouldn't say I've been missing them, Phil. <laughs> and he looked at me, <laughs> just dropped his phone. I went, <clears throat> not that kind of meeting, I apologize. <laughs> but, but yeah, the point is, Communications degree is a very easy, easily obtained. Oh, goal. well, all right then. Yeah. 
What was your final exam? Like doing a radio broadcast or something? No, I wasn't. I did um, communications with an emphasis in PR and advertising. You talk really fast. I have no idea what you just said. Sorry. I did. I have a degree in communications with an emphasis in PR and advertising. Oh. Um, the Australian guy, he did uh, journalism, um, uh-huh. radio and journalism. So it has like different specialties and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so like I'm, I'm good at ad stuff and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. That's- so we'll have to remember that when we have to do our next ad. Um, yeah, no, I'm, d- I'm down for that. The, Whatever. <laughs> the pro. Okay. The so- goat. Aubrey Silo. <laughs> with, the, with the whistling elderly. With, with the- Aubrey He does Shillow. that all the time. Okay, so I do have... Okay, so this is the one I want to do. Hopefully, it'll be the one that, that we book. But uh, psychological thriller. It's called Movie Night. It is movie night for you and your friends at a new house, a tradition that has been going on for four years. Just when you thought this night would be the best movie night ever, you're interrupted and told to get out before a serial killer... Before the serial killer friend of yours returns to the home that you are in. By the way, it is a 50% success rate. I'm down. I'm with it. I'm pretty uh, psyched. I'm ready to do it. I'm just so yeah. Do you are you living over here? Or are you living on in the, across the bay? I live near Honeybee Park. Oh yeah, that's like right. So like mm-hmm. across down the street. Pretty much yeah. What about Leah? Leah is in Daphne. Okay, but again, her problem. She said um, if she couldn't make the recording with you guys work, she would figure out whatever needs to be done to go to you know not only to do our recording with you guys but do the excursion yeah so where would the recording happen at most likely leah's unless you guys are up for hosting us because i you know i i don't know but i promise we will not stuff you guys in a closet whenever we do our recording i mean (laughs) it's not the worst place i've ever been it's not the worst place i've ever been but i am very hot natured he is (laughs) is. Um, it's gonna come up well, see, I'm learning a lot with y'all's sound setup, so this could be something that yeah. you know, I'll talk to Leah uh, about. I will let you listen to this yeah. at yeah. some point yeah. if you wanted to, so you can hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. What kind of microphones do y'all use? She is a Yeti. I have a Fifine. Okay. So what I recommend would be buying another microphone, like another blue, mm-hmm. and there's um, a program that I use is by Logitech, and you can fine-tune the microphone in that. Mm-hmm. And then with the what I have now is called Voice Meter Banana. It allows to have three. Don't ask me why it's called Voice Meter Banana. There is literally is one called Voice Meter Potato. Yeah, there's one called Voice Meter Potato. And it's set up to where it's like if you wanted to do it from your house, I could just patch you in through the, the digital See, thing. We tried to do that uh, with some other program, and we just we were not savvy enough. The problem is... You guys have like an actual setup in which you guys. I'm, I'm going to compliment your your work ethic here. So you call this actual? It's really not. It well, the thing is though, you guys have like a like a steady structured like time to record, and you know when it's going to go on. When Leah and I were doing this, we tried to do it week by week, and then there was one day where I don't want to get into too many specifics. It had been stressful to like get into the process like we were trying to edit and then we were trying to record another episode and then one of us just burst into tears <laughs> and it was like wait we have to stop and it was like fuck this we're not gonna it's like no 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 we're if it's a choice of like going crazy you're trying to stick to a schedule 
no, I'm sorry, that, that those were not the only options. If it was a choice of go crazy trying to stick to a schedule or just like, we're just going to do it casually for funsies. That's well, what that's, we chose. That's how this is, honestly. Yeah. We just do it casually. Yeah. And it just managed to work out to the point. It's like, oh, hey, we're going to do it Sunday at 8 o'clock. And then we would go for three hours. And we're like, hey, we got to work because we're adults on <laughs> we Monday. That up. So we're going to bump that up a little bit to five. And we thought about doing it on Saturdays, but most it's people have things scheduled yeah. on Saturdays. So it's, it's a very sporadic day. And when you say it's structured, it's not that it's structured. It just happens to work out best for everybody. Yeah. Because there's, there's really no structure. There's... Okay, so well, let one, me compliment you guys, I guess. I don't know. Just So well, we've had one guest so far that did not come in on a Sunday. He came on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Cody Weaver. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that was Cody Weaver. No. He did not. Cody was not here on a Sunday. Cody was here on a Sunday. He was here on a Sunday. So... Anyway, somebody somebody couldn't be here on a Sunday, so mm-hmm. we had him on a Saturday. I don't remember who that was specifically. I don't remember at the moment. Or you I mean, go back wrong. and look at your calendar. I have to look at my calendar because I got them all on my phone. But just the Sunday at five o'clock, that really is just what works out. Mm-hmm. You tell somebody like, "Hey, Sunday at five. All right, cool. I can be there for that." Yeah. And say so it's definitely not structured. No, there's no there's no boards in here. Here's our topics. This is what we're going to go over today. This is who, nah, none no. of that. Well, I think that has to do a lot with me and Leah working like with stage productions and stuff. You know exactly, like we would have like our little meetings. It's like, okay, we have to set this up because as soon as the people show up, we need to be prepared to answer all those questions. So whenever we yeah. started doing our thing, we're like, what do we want to do? What do we want to talk about? This is how long it's going to last. This is the turnaround for editing. This is, and then we have to start the whole thing over by this day. And that was a problem because, again, Lee's an actual working actress. Um, and so she's constantly, she doesn't know when her schedule is going to be. And at the time, I was working late. I have an office job and I was working like till seven on some nights. And that would be the best night to, you know, for her. And so we, it was just, it was just a nightmare. But we've, we've slowly, just because we don't, you know, we, we haven't published since Lonely Hearts Club. Really? Which was, yeah, in, in February. Yeah. And that like, was exciting. because Lonely Hearts Club? Again, the this episode. Is, this is the name of the episode. <laughs> it was the okay. episode. It's all you know. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> no, it's fine. Hi, me on the problem. I don't watch it. Well, again, we got that prompt, you know, what would your first breakup? And this is right around Valentine's Day. And I was like, oh, man, this could work. Yeah. And, yeah, we we did it on Catherine Howard Day, which, again, a lot of people don't know. Um, Henry VIII, famous king in Way yeah, back the guy like, who used yeah. to cut off his wife's head that didn't want to be married to anymore. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. It's, it's a bit more nuanced. But um, his fifth wife, Catherine Howard, who certainly cheated on him, but that's neither here nor there, he did behead February 13th, mm-hmm. which I think is just the gnarliest breakup. Yeah, it's pretty I was going to say, he has mine beat by a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but, I mean, somebody, you know what? Continue. I mean, he also he had Anne Boleyn, and then the next day announced his engagement to Jane Seymour. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a he's a Classy he's a guy. character. Classic <laughs> guy. Shucks. But the main thing that me and him have strived for, and we're very successful, is just to stay organic. Mm-hmm. We've we have come to the show with topics before, and it works. And it works. It was just me and him, and. If something comes up 
this just like i feel like we need to fucking talk about it we're gonna mm-hmm. talk about it on the show other than that if we just roll it just whatever comes up comes up it was because of that that i was very stressed out like i've terrible terrible insomnia and last night i was like that's whenever i decided not to make the cheesecake because i was up to like i don't know two-ish and i was like you're too stressed out you gotta go to sleep it's like or what if what if i just made the cheesecake it's like or what if you didn't just go just try to go (laughs) yeah um but what took me a while to figure out this is the first time that i've done something on mic that is not meticulously planned out feels good doesn't it it's very stressful it's very stressful. This right. is stressful? Yeah. Out of curiosity. Really? Why? Okay. Because I don't know if you've deduced this from the everything about me, but I'm a fairly awkward person. Um, nah. Very no. nervous by nature. I haven't, I haven't noticed that yet. Okay. Um, no, I'm being serious. <laughs> I never is, thought you were awkward. No. So. Well, see, what's interesting is later I will go home and I'll think, God, the joke about King Charles... That's just that's dead air. That's gonna be terrible. <laughs> no, you know what dead air is? That's a fan of actual dead air. Whenever uh, somebody unplugged their microphone. Yeah, that's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah, but you're gonna edit that out. So uh, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> probably I mean, not. To be honest, probably we'll, not now. <laughs> we have a snippet of audio we can let you play, or we can play and let you hear of what our ad potentially sounded like. <laughs> oh yeah, Leah does our ad, <clears throat> our ad read. Um, oh man. She's a she does she does uh video video she does audio recordings for audible like she gets paid to like read the books out so it's like i would you, love to do that she's I like do too. you want to do the ad it's like hell no we're gonna need like you 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 do like you're the competent voice person but yeah this is it's it's very stressful just because of how i handle all the other projects right. i you, you also have to understand i'm five foot nothing and I have to go into something with a lot of fabricated confidence at any time, especially if it's like an in-person gig. And so, like, if I'm stage managing or something, I have to know exactly what questions will come up, how to answer them, what to do, what the schedule needs to be. And so things like this, where it's much more free form, it's it feels good, but it's intimidating on a whole different level. Because now I'm like, if there's a problem, you guys know what you're doing. If there's a problem, that's on me. I fucked it up for you guys. No. See, here's the fun fact. We don't fucking know what we're doing. Yeah, no, we're winging it. This, this is, is everything is it. winged by a lot. Serious, when I tell you that we do not plan anything for this show, nothing. The most stressful day of my, for lack of better term, career um, would be the day before and possibly the day of the very first time we started filming for the pilot, um, which is the scene where we're sort of outside at a bar area. Yeah. That was the very first thing we filmed. Okay. Leah had slept up on a train for like 16 hours to get there. And I had all these people, I had lighting guys and camera guys and sound guys. And I had a group of actors that like, it was, it's a big group, like a big group for like a first scene. It was like eight of us all together. Um, yeah. Anyway, and the whole time I was there, I was like, I've never done any acting on this before. Like, I've never done anything like that. I've been behind the camera in the wings the whole time. And that was so stressful because it was like, they're going to know. They're going to know and be like, why the hell are you our boss? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> and it's the, the day before Dan Little and I were working at the television station on a different project. And in between the breaks... I just had him running the lines with me over and over so I could be like spot on. And he's like, you wrote the damn thing. I was like, yes, but I don't remember. It's very stressful. (laughs) (laughs) So you're 
comfortable, but you're not. Yeah. I mean, that sounds terrible. Um, that's not what I mean, I am comfortable, but I also know myself well enough to know that after everything's over and I'm, you know, waiting for sleeping meds to kick in, um, I will just sit there. It's like, oh, okay. How could that have been better? That could have been, that could have been better. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I do the same thing. Really truthfully. Probably one of the many reasons I should get back on anxiety meds, but you know. Hmm. Yeah. I've never had them before. They're the best. They're the best. <laughs> well, that was, was a very, very convicted slogan. They're the was, best. Okay. So without uh, getting too, into too much of a downer, I was in a terrible relationship with North. Just, just bad. It was a bad situation. And I should not have been in that relationship. And I needed to get out way, way earlier than I did. Okay. And so he was, he was mean. Um, just would do shit just to scare the crap out of me. And I started going to therapy and my therapist, um, she, she was mainly there. It's like, you're not crazy. And the reason why there's things like she sent me home with this paper on like how to recognize domestic violence whenever it's not like physical violence. And I'm like looking at this sheet and I was like, okay, like it's starting to click. I was like, okay, yeah, that is not great. And then I had it in my purse and then. The next day, it was gone. Oh. And I'm like, okay. And I talked to, to my therapist, and she goes, so you didn't move it. And I said, no. And she goes, and who else lives there with you? And I was like, him. She's like, so he must have moved it. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, now, does that seem like a reasonable reaction? It's like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and so kind of through that, you know, I started, yeah, I did get on anxiety meds for that whole situation. But yeah, yeah it was the best. It was like, oh, wow, you don't have to feel like the entire world is made of nothing but rocks and you're just underneath all of them wow okay sorry but yeah um that being said i i got out of that relationship moved back here and then i was like i probably don't need therapy anymore i probably do but yeah (laughs) and that's fine but i've only ever been to four therapy sessions ever probably should do more i think in general a lot of people are just it's like oh i've just discovered therapy it's been around forever but the problem is like recommendations you have to be in the right mindset to for for any of that to to be something you're going to be that's good that's going to do you any good well it wasn't my idea Mm -hmm. i didn't ask to go i was told to go and it just eh, wasn't great. The therapist was great. Mm-hmm. He is a wonderful human. But I don't know. I was sent by Loxy Fire Department after I got out. And mm-hmm. they were like, hey, you've got a fucking problem. And we're going to step up to the plate and help get you help with this problem. That just seems like, well, see, I think if it were me, I don't know how you handle it. But if it were me, I think if somebody were actively like, you got a problem, that would be sort of a, a, a breaking point for me that would be upsetting for me but i don't know where you're going with this sorry no you're good i knew i had the problem okay but i was trying to handle it my way mm-hmm. that's the thing though i mean i mean therapy is great but like i said you have to be in the right mindset yeah i wasn't yeah it got real deep sorry no, you're um, good. I, i've been paying attention because i'm pretty sure the therapist he went to is um, yeah we go to this, it's the same guy and i would go see him again well, he's going to be home in August. But it would have to be 
the right circumstances. The right circumstances. And I would have to tell him because one of the reasons I stopped going mm-hmm. was because I felt like I got too personal. And him telling me about his personal life on my therapy oh. time was like, all right, cool. So you do a lot of cool shit. We can definitely talk about that. But when we're in like my session time, like yeah. let's talk about that kind of shit. Especially because it wasn't my money being spent on the therapy. Okay. So hey, I got to take this. My dad okay. calling. Oh, tell Papa said, hey. He doesn't know me, but tell him I said hi too. He's a wonderful human. His dad is a wonderful <laughs> human being. Are we paused? Love are we still? Dearly. No, we're still going. Okay. Um, we are still going. Well, no, that's what I that's what I really liked about my therapist. I had to see a therapist and a psychiatrist for like the actual meds. And um that was that was hilarious because I, I was starting taking the meds and I called my my brother and my sister who you know, they've also had experience with like um, you know, anxiety and, and actual treatment and yeah. everything. They've been telling me for a while. And I told them I said I, I left my psychiatrist who was like, I feel like he hates me and I'm I think that he thinks that I'm selling my drugs. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, What are the drugs for? I said, for anxiety. And my brother goes, Well, he's clearly not hit the right dose yet. Like <laughs> Yeah, he's he's still tweaking. <laughs> but see, that's just it. Like it's a, it took me a second. It was like, based on this conversation, you're right. That does make sense. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm super paranoid because of my psychiatrist. And I don't want to tell him because I don't want him to think that I'm weird. It's like, no. No, you should, <laughs> you should probably have a discussion. But the therapist, she was the one who was like, does that seem reasonable to you? I was like, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But yes, yeah, she was. It was all very like, not like. It wasn't about, hey, let's talk about this and let's talk about that. You know, she was just like, tell me what happened and tell me what that fight was about and tell me what what he said and how you felt about it. And then after you're not in that situation, actively in the situation, what do you think about it now? It's like, yeah, that's not reasonable. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, no, it wasn't reasonable for him to wake me up at two in the morning and demand that I stand at the stair banister so he can yell at me because the Internet went out. That's not right. Oh. Yeah. What a shitbag. Yeah, in hindsight, yeah. Yeah. But I was like, I'm never live with somebody. So, like, that checked out. Mm, okay. This is just must be what people do when they live together. Like, I was like, everybody has their breaking point. Everyone has their bad days. It's like, oh. It's, not everyone has bad days like that. Yeah. And it was like, oh. No, that doesn't seem no, reasonable. That doesn't seem normal. Well, glad you got out of that. Yeah, me too. Me too. So... Um, I would say that we would definitely back on the. It got super dark. I'm it sorry. It did get super dark, but that's okay. If you want to edit that, no, we're not going to take any of that out. We're going to roll with it. This is this is the show. This is what we talk about. We talk about whatever we want. Okay, I just we I, had a whole episode devoted to men's mental health. And yes, it you got did. Dark, <laughs> super dark. Like I talked about my worst day, dark. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've listened to that, but I if, haven't. I was kind of intimidated too, to be if honest. If you are a lighthearted person, or you know, don't want to hear that kind of horrific shit, I would say skip it. Yeah, I was. I saw that in the queue, and I was like, I don't know. So I was thinking about going back to it at some point, but yeah, that's yeah. You know, um, but yeah. So sorry about. No, you know. you're like you're a okay, but yeah. The the thing is, as probably because of. A lot of that, I do tend to try to make a joke, make a quip, and just like quickly like steer away from it, which is probably one of the reasons why I'm super awkward. You're not awkward. It's fine. No, see, that's the thing. I haven't seen you as awkward yet. You talk fast. That's about it. <sighs> just make the joke. It's fine. Yeah. 
It's okay. I know. I can't speak for Jake, but we do laugh regularly at things that are not kosher. I definitely have a fucked up sense of humor. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I do, too. So okay. it's not yeah. like we're going to get upset if you make a bad joke. No. Okay. Yeah. I this one time. I watched this video on Facebook. There's a nun says, I've never seen a beaver hold two sticks in his mouth like that before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a preps dog. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah. Anywho's. So since you're back in here, had yeah, to dad, take a phone call from Pop. Yeah, Dad called. He uh he went up to Meridian to go look at a camper and he is nah. Oh, he already it. he already went? Yeah, he's he's said he's uh almost back in the lanes. Man. Yeah, that little Jeep was scooting. Oh oh he took the Jeep? Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I was I was like, that's a brave soul right that's there. That's a brave soul. Well, have you seen his new Jeep by chance? Yeah, we rode in it. Yeah, I was gonna say the new Jeep? Yeah. Yeah, didn't we take it to one. Anderson? No, that's the gray one. That was the gray one we took to Anderson? Yeah, no, right. I haven't been to the blue one then. All right, yeah, that got himself a new little blue one. Um, two-door. Uh-huh. It's a ni- uh, 2005, I think it is. Uh-huh. And no lift on it, nothing crazy like the other one. Dad just had a nice little set of tires put on. That's it. Yeah. Now, now that I'm back, what, 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 what are we talking about? So... Uh, what she suggested, maybe of us hosting, uh, well, we can work out. Yeah, recommend, I don't, recommend yeah. or recommend to me by a friend after we do our little excursion. I don't see a problem with that. I but don't mind. It is your domicile, so don't I mean, me yeah, we'll have to figure it out. But yeah, I'll talk to Leah. Like I said, I can't wait to tell her about like the setup you guys have because we assumed that with the mobility of the mics, you would hear just every bit of that. No. No, like if like doing like running my finger up upside of the mic, I'm not mm-hmm. actually doing it, but you can hear that. But as far as the mics being how they are, being free floating, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't do anything. No, so one thing I've I've mentioned this on I think two maybe three episodes. I plan mm-hmm. to put a wall mount right here behind me, and I'm gonna have a boom arm where it, this whole microphone will be upside down, mm-hmm. and I won't have to hold it. Um, where so in between where the cushion split. I plan on putting a little C-clamp that is meant to be there. Um, So it has a small little kickoff Mm -hmm. or boom arm. And I'm going to try it on one of the, one of these two, because that one's very nice. And uh, yeah, that's like the whole point of that is. So whenever we have, you know, where he's at and where you're at, you don't have to hold it and you just put it where you want. If you don't want it there, you just move it wherever. Kind of like game grumps. Yeah. 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 But, uh, and, I have an arm in there already, but it couldn't work yeah. with how with what I have. But um, the the main thing that's helped out is these little uh, pop filters. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, I had one on there, and the pop filter would not let the microphone pick it up. Huh? Yeah. So yeah, the audio got worse with the pop filter on yeah, that microphone on that particular one, and um, I've been doing some other like YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, tutorials, I guess you can call it. If I went with a different style of microphone, not because this is a USB, is what this is. The other one is XLR, I believe it is, like a regular stage microphone. And I could plug in a um, oh, I just uh, it's it's a digitizer um, soundboard. No, it's not a soundboard. It's basically what that does. Is, it's a physical one. The audio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Thank you. 
Um, I could Words plug in a hard. physical mixer into the laptop. Looks just so smart. Um, I used to. Well, at the television station, we did like if you worked there, you did every kind of job. Like you I don't used make to, it to your yeah. hypothetical eighties without learning a few things. I know, right? There. right? Yeah. When you're thirty five, saying you're thirty seven, but you feel like you're eighty. Thirty six. <laughs> Next week. Next week. So right <laughs> now, today, you're still thirty five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I could I could do more, but right now, from what he says and the other feedback we get, yeah. it sounds good. It does, yeah. I I personally feel like I can make it better, and I probably should try to make it better. But since <laughs> I'm also a creature of habit, it works. It's not broken. It sounds good enough to people. We're gonna send it. So the biggest problem with the audio is me because I'm loud. My voice carries even when I'm mm-hmm. not trying to be loud, and I'm sitting in the middle of the room. So my my I'm going like directly to that wall mm-hmm. where there's nothing on it. So we just we're gonna do some sound deadening in this room to try to get the echo out of it. Yep. But that is the worst problem with the audio is me. Well, if that's the worst problem. Then okay. Um, like I said, we've been, we've been dealing with <laughs> one thing that we've both noticed. We'll be talking for a while. Like whenever we would did like the really long episodes, like the pirates ones, um, we'd have tea, mm-hmm. like hot tea, because we didn't realize that at the time I had vocal nodules. We didn't know what was wrong with me. I just thought that it was like had what vocal nodules, like little um, small growths on the vocal cords. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, and it happened. A lot of people are like, "Oh, are you a singer?" No. What happened was, um, I was trying to get my Alexa to ah, work. There's that noise again. That's a firework. Yeah, that was fireworks. Yeah. That was the third one. Uh, I missed the second one. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you take calls. No, he was in here for it. It was probably oh. a minute ago. Well, then that's what happens when you don't pay attention, similar to, I guess, how I did it. <laughs> I don't pay attention a lot, trust but, me. Anyway. But yeah, um, yeah, this, I was uh, trying to fix my, my Alexa. My internet kept crapping out and my devices kept going off and I wound up rage screaming into a pillow. And then I got some vocal nodules because of it. It's hmm. like, ah, oh, it's a perfectly reasonable thing to do in the middle of just <sighs> anger. <laughs> but anyway, good, a good scream is the it, it helps. <sighs> but <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're giggling at. What? <laughs> <laughs> We've covered it in a past episode. But if you want, if you want uh, to tell you, I'll be more than happy. Oh, was that the the Greg episode? It was, was the Greg, Greg so that was episode twelve. Uh. Last one I listened to was the um, the Aaron Wheeler one, and the whole time I kept thinking because I think I told were you on the phone? Yes. Whenever, yeah, because I'm friends with his older sister. Yes. Yeah, and we played Monopoly on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah. His My name cousins. is Dirk. I remember that because he annoyed me. <laughs> we were putting in. It's like Aubrey Morgan, and then he made some kind of joke. I was like, "Your name's Dirk. You're Dirk now." <laughs> Huh. Oh well I, well, I know he's not going to remember that. Yeah, but no, I'll definitely. Ask him. You never know. I'm pretty sure he fell asleep before the movie, before the movie, before the game ended. And then Morgan and I were like, "This is boring." <laughs> yeah, Those the fact that, that the fact that Nintendo was willing to make that game into a video game has anyone here actually finished legitimately finished a game in Monopoly? Yeah, I don't think I have. Okay, I, I think I finished maybe two. I think you might have just earned a cheesecake, like just for that. That's fine. You can bring it to him. He'll eat it. What's wrong with my cheesecakes? Nothing. I don't like cheesecakes. He's not a cheesecake person. I'm not a cheesecake person. 
I very much am a cheesecake person. Because you haven't had a good cheesecake, that's the problem. I'm a cheesecake person. He's a cheesecake person. Strongman life for me, I'm a cheesecake person. That and Brian Shaw had a piece of cheesecake in his training schedule. Like, it was in his diet. Nice. You know what's in my diet? What? More cookies. Cookies do sound good. You should get more cookies cookies. because I'm not taking them home. I'm worried if I take them home, I will eat them. So... It's kind of the point. It's yeah. not like you're far from here. I can just go over there and get food. Come yeah. back. Just drop them off. Just go get those cookies, man. I plan to. Don't yell at me, mom. So I remember like those circling. Look at here, youngin. <laughs> knock your shit off. Circling way back to your dad. My dad. I did not know that your dad was a college professor. Yeah. Because the one vivid, and I mean vivid memory of your dad was in the band room. Sasser was talking to us. I believe the playathon was coming up. Oh, so Jacob, for 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 someone who was not in that world, the playathon was the day where we spent an entire eight-hour day on the field at the Robertsdale Elementary School like working on our halftime show. Hmm? Like we'd run it back a million million times, but back in the day, you got there at like what eight. Eight in the morning, like seven thirty-eight in the morning. Yeah, and you ran the whole show multiple times. You had like a lunch break, and there were like a couple of like five-minute breaks here and there because it was super hot. But it was a fundraiser, so people would like the band parents made meals, and like the yeah. meals were like ten dollars a box. And there was and like a silent auction, silent and stuff. auction. Um, and then at the end of it, we did a full dress show to end out the night, and yes. like people came and watched. I went to the playathon. My niece, my oldest niece, is in. She's in the trumpet corps. At, really? At, yeah. And um, they are pansies. Like, they get there at, like, I don't know, 11. Oh, They're no. done at around 4. No full dress show. There's no fundraiser aspect at all. At all. This is horseshit. I know. And they're like, okay, another 20-minute break. And I'm just like, here's the thing. I'm not one of those people that's like, you know. Actually, no, fuck it. I am one of those people. I'm, I'm one of those people that's like. You're not going to have it better than me, kids. That sucks. No. It's like, no, you don't know what a playathon is. No, unless you do not. You've lost a good three pounds and you've got that God forsaken red sunburn on your shoulder. Yeah. That's when always there the for one, senior portraits. When you're the one arrogant bitch that did not listen to him say, do not wear tanning oil. And then you wear tanning oil and being in the sun all day, you go to the hospital because you're so fucking dehydrated and you're so sunburned because you wore tanning oil instead of sunscreen. Is that what you did? No. (laughs) No, I did not do that. I don't remember the female in the color guard's name who did do that. I do. Do you want to say this person's name? I do not. Okay. I want you to. I nope. want you to. Can you tell me off mic? No. Because I'm, no. We, don't want to do we only went to one playathon together. Oh. Yes. No, this wouldn't have been the same girl. This was in 0405. Because no. you, you graduated in 05, right? This would have been my sophomore year. Because it was the first year that I was a major oh, Your sophomore year, I was in the seventh grade. So you wouldn't have been there. No. So we're talking about two different. So that means two people did that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It happened twice in the four years I went to high school. I remember, okay, so we were talking about, the, you guys know the algaes. I remember. Yes. yes. Um, I love there the algaes. Hmm? I said I love the algaes. 
<laughs> I'm really a fan of, of Mike LG. <laughs> um, uh, but no, he was, from what I remember, he's a really good guy. But I remember there was this, the rule was, because the girls, oh, that's another thing. The girls can have midriffs. Yeah. And the guys can be no shirts. The rule was we couldn't have midriff bearing. And it was crazy hot, okay? So we had to wear a full shirt in that crazy heat. And the guys could be shirtless. And we said, well, that's kind of, you know, the hypocrisy of that. We kind of bitched about it. And so they said, okay, well, fine. The new rule is the guys have to have have to be covered. Yeah. And I remember, I think Matt was on the field. He was laying down on the field because we were like on a break and he had a shirt pulled over. Sorry. He had a shirt pulled over his face and uh, Knight was like, hey, you put you put your shirt down. You put your shirt down. And I guess he was either asleep or pretending to be asleep. And Mike comes up and he goes, I got him. And he from a full stand. <laughs> <He's back. laughs> Just slapped him. And it was so pronounced, you could see the handprint from the press box. I I can just see that. I was like 20 feet away, and I could not. I remember it was one of those things, I was laughing so hard, I couldn't breathe. Yes. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God. That is fantastic. It's one of those things that will occasionally float to my mind for no reason at all, and it'll just give me kind of a chuckle. Yeah. But yeah, now, I mean, these kids, you know, just these these kids. These no fucking idea. kids. But yeah, she's... um. My, my niece is in the, the trumpet corps. My cousin's daughter is the same age as her. She's a saxophone player, and her younger sister is also in the trumpet corps. Um, I don't remember where I was going with that. I don't remember playathon. My dad at the playathon. Your dad. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You, so Sorry. we're, okay. we're Sorry. out there. We're going to be out there all day. And his thing was hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Yep. And Mr. Sasser asked him, was like, well, what's the, what's the saying? And your dad just stops and has a stoic look on his face. If you're peeing white, you're ready to fight. Yep, that's my dad. <laughs> He's okay. He retired out of the army as a major in '94. Yeah. And so we grew up. You know, it's like I remember as a five-year-old, like the only acceptable responses to an adult: "Yes, sir," "No, sir," "No, excuse, sir," and "Sir, I do not understand." <laughs> and he he took on the band booster thing like it was a small army. Every playathon, he would do the uh, the St. Crispin's Day speech. You know, we band, we 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 band brothers, and it was like, yeah, geez, dad, yeah. But yeah, he's he actually technically retired. He's done with his last full like in person class, but he's still going to do um online for the next semester. Yeah, I saw your dad out and about years yep. later, years yeah. later, and he has no idea who I am. No. No, but the thing is, he was heavily involved, not just in my four years, but with my brother and my sister, because they were also in band. Yeah, he was there after you were gone. Yeah, my sister is six years older than me. When my brother's freshman year of college happened, it was the same year as my freshman year of high school. So he just was involved that entire time. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and, and he got he got stuff done. That's, that's yeah, my dad. Did. That's the important part. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I remember that. Loading crew, man. Oh, yeah, no. Mr. Silla come walking up. She was finna go down. Who? Mr. Silla, her dad. That's my dad. Okay. Yeah. I just call him dad. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you call your dad dad. Yeah. That's your dad's name. is like Bob. You're like, hey, Bob. I don't know her dad's name. I don't know her dad. Mr. That's her dad's name. Mr. 
years ago, <laughs> I was, was right out of college and I was looking to, to move out just right away because, you know, and um, I was going to interview at this sports bar called Baumhauer's in Mobile. And um, my dad says, what are you going to tell them when they ask you why you want this job? And I said, what do you mean? He says, you're a college degree. What are you going to tell them why you want to be a hostess? And I said, well, I guess I'll look at them and say, it's this to the strip club down the road and my frame cannot support plastic surgery. <laughs> my dad hung his head and goes, I messed up raising you. I said, what? I said, I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> my frame would not support plastic surgery. We were, we were in his office at school one day and he was grumpy about something. And I brought him a sandwich and um, there, the TA was there and my roommate was with us. And so I brought him a sandwich and he was being all grumpy for like no reason. <laughs> and at least, at least I didn't think there was a reason to be grumpy. And so I was like, hey, I brought you a sandwich, try and cheer you up. And as we're sitting there eating, he's grading papers. And then I, I took the sandwich wrapper and I balled it up. And I was like, oh, and I was like, like I was going to throw it in the trash can. So if I make this shot, we're all going to get laid. <laughs> and I got the shot. I went, Pum! and the TA goes, that's your father. And I went, he knows. He knows. He's been there. <laughs> He's seen it a time or two. Well, the best part is he whispered it like, like it was a secret. Like, that's your father. He knows. <laughs> what? Meanwhile, my dad would do stuff like I had a couple of classes with him. So he would like, he would be like, okay, Miss So-and-so, Mr. So-and-so, Aubrey. And then he'd go. I can be less formal with her because I'm sleeping with her mother. <laughs> I would have loved to be in that class. Awesome. I would have loved to have been there for that one. It's like, I hey, just want you to know, I'm less formal because I fuck her mom. I would, I would belly laugh. Dude. Awesome. Would, oh, God. I would miss awesome. other classes just to be in that class. And now I want you to take that memory and recalibrate, remembering it was a private Baptist university with these sheltered kids. I don't give a shit. And yeah, like, that was, that was, uh, oh, 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 God. The best part, somebody else, you know, kind of looked at me like, and I went, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my dad. That's my dad. <laughs> like, is that like your actual dad, or is that just a dude that said he sleeps with your mom's? Like, no, they've been married for a while. There's well, a few of us. Have you noticed that we have the same last name? <laughs> well, considering he said Aubrey, not last name. Yeah, a, yeah, instead of Miss Cillo, Aubrey. We also did this one thing where it's um, voting. It's called a thing called voting with your feet. Okay, so the idea was you put up a hypothetical or a situation, some kind of scenario on the board, and the four corners are. Agree, somewhat disagree, you know, strongly agree, somewhat di agree, strongly disagree, somewhat disagree. And you'd have these different scenarios and you'd have to move to the corner. And every time I would move on some of them, we realized we have some wildly different um, beliefs, him and me. <laughs> and he would go, really? <laughs> As I'm walking to the corner, <laughs> really? <laughs> and I was like, Gross. nobody else's dad is here to pick, you know, to, to nitpick their really? choices. <laughs> Stop being really? dad. Be a teacher. It's like, what, Mr. Silla? What? <laughs> what, sir? Hmm? Hmm? Mr. Dad. <laughs> Look at like, Professor Father. You need to fuck off. Hmm. It's like, dude, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> That's My dad's not the kind of person you, you do that to. <laughs> no. Probably not. Eh, well, I don't know him. Then I'll probably never know him. Now, he, um, he just, yeah, he's retired. And, uh... They my my parents do this thing. They go to the the world's longest yard sale. Um, you ever hear of that? Sure haven't. It's a chain of yard sales that goes all the way up 
like from like mid Alabama all the way up to um, that explains a whole lot. Oh yeah, but like every like it goes way way up. I think they stopped somewhere. I think it goes up to Michigan, but I think they stopped in Kentucky. But like every year, my parents go, and it's a test of like, are they both going to come back alive? Because like they're very argumentative people. Is this is this like a, their marriage exercise? I mean. I don't think they meant it to be that, but yeah, it's like, you know, they'll go and it's like, all right, well, hope it's I see both annual, of you. <laughs> it's their annual pilgrimage. Yeah. When I first, the Mecca. The Mecca. When I first moved back home. Their Odyssey. One of my favorite movies. The Odyssey? No. Oh. Chronicles of Riddick. Oh. I was thinking Chronicles of Narnia. I was like, geez. No, okay. Yeah. Chronicles no. of Riddick. Help me out. Which one is that? It's Vin Diesel. Um, the movie Pitch Black was it like early two thousands, late nineties? Yes, 90s? yes. Okay. two thousand three. Yeah, he has he has yep. silver eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to wear glasses unless yeah. he's in the dark. <clears throat> Even then, that's kind of eh. yeah. Mm. You're not afraid of the dark, are you? That was his big thing in the movie because he has eyes. His eyes glow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He can see in the dark. Yeah, he can see real good. You yeah. painted a word picture. I feel like I was there. Do what? You you did great. Thanks. Yeah, I try. Try yeah. to get, try to get down there to Vin Diesel. Yo, you're not afraid family. of dark. Yeah, that's actually gotta talk about family. Yeah, talk about family. So, no, different movie, different franchise. That's he what, kills Fast and Furious. We're still, we're still going off the fact is Vin Diesel. I see yeah. where she was at. Yeah. It's Vin Diesel. This is Brazil. That's from the fifth one, I think. I don't oh, know. No. Paul Walker was in it. Uh he was still alive. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty hard to film after. And The Rock was in it. Paul's doctors think he'll be dead for quite some time. Yeah. You know what they found in the car? I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. What did they find, sir? Well, they figured out what kind of shampoo he uses. Yeah? How so? Head and shoulders. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's solid. That's pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> Told you it's fucked up his humor. <laughs> uh, sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mom. I try to be good. But there's this thing called life. Yeah. <laughs> Messed up raising you. No. <laughs> my parents didn't mess up at all. No, mine were great. I was just dumb. Yeah. Well, I messed myself up. Still. Yeah, Real we're not dumb. adults. You just get by. That's what that's what life is. Yep. It's it's a group of children trying their best. Yes. Yes. I heard a very good analogy about our age group is that we're the teenagers of adults and we need adultier adults, but the adultier adults are not want to be adults either because they've raised the adults. They're not wrong. I don't remember who did who said this. It was some it was some lady. It was on Instagram. And when I started listening to her, I just set the phone down. I was like, this is way too true to me right now. And I, I don't need this this harsh reality, honestly, in my, my life. What? Thought I heard somebody in the door. Uh, Are you still expecting someone? No, but <laughs> not right now. If there is somebody at the door, I really hope that they plan on leaving. I I don't have kids. Consciously, like I like I, I made a conscious decision not to have kids, um, but I will say it's interesting watching my friends be parents. Um, like Michael is father of two, and I watched that man 
um, become the reason why Sanford Hall and Mobile has the no repelling down the elevator shaft rule. Um, it's it's always fun to watch people like these people you've seen do really stupid things now be in charge of like human people. Yeah. Um, when when I was a senior, a friend of my senior in high school, a friend of mine had just graduated. She got married right right like right out of the gate, and then three months into that marriage, she got pregnant. And then they, that, that boy just graduated like last week. It's amazing. But anyway, um, when he was little, you know, it was a group of like, I think I was the youngest and I was 19 whenever he was about one. And so we would just hang out, like a bunch of us would hang out and there'd be this toddler roaming around and he was two. We'd try to find like ways to entertain him while we were still like talking or whatever. And so one of the things we would do is we'd say, oh no, I can't find my red marker. Can you help me find my red marker? And he would look around this house for like a red marker that just didn't exist. <laughs> and then cut to years later, um, he now had, at this point he was a, what, 15 years old and he had a three-year-old brother and we were at some, some place and it's, I think we we're at a Chick-fil-A possibly. And the little kid was playing in the play place and the older kid got an ice cream. His mom said, Hey, just don't bring the ice cream to the table because then the little kid's going to want it. And I'm trying not to say names, but yeah, so he comes back. The line was long. He forgot he wasn't supposed to bring the ice cream to the table, right? And so in comes the the toddler who's coming to the table and he goes, what do I do? And I said, just put it, just hide it in your lap for a second. And I took my hair clip out and I put it in my purse. I said, hey, I lost my hair clip in the play place. Can you help me find it? He goes, I find it for you. And I said, okay. He goes off and the, the older kid goes, did you just send my brother on a goose chase? And I said, yeah. And he goes, how long is he going to look? I said, I don't know. Till he forgets or maybe finds a hair clip. I don't know. He says, how could you do that? You're a monster. I said, son, do you know how many hours of your life I have wasted? (laughs) (laughs) How many hours of your life I've wasted? (laughs) (laughs) Looking for non, like just, just fictitious things that, that might've been in the apartment. We don't know. That's fantastic. (laughs) I feel like you're going to use that now. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I only have one I could probably use it on, but if it works. Well, he graduated high school. He's okay. (laughs) My youngest is five. She'll be six in November. She's still pretty gullible, though. Yeah, she'll be she'll be forty seven. She'll be she'll 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 identify as forty seven. Okay. Yeah. When when my niece, my oldest niece, was six, um, my youngest niece was four, and actually might have been. Five, three. Okay. And we played a game called horse in which I was a horse and they would ride on my back. And it got to the point where they were getting too big for both of them to be on my back. And I told my oldest niece, sweetie, you're getting, you're getting too big. Um, I don't know if you can be on my back anymore. And she says, well, that's not fair. And I said, well, listen, you are the big sister. So you get to do stuff that she can't do. You know, she thought about it and she goes, okay. And she's just this little kid came up with this plan. She goes, okay, Aubrey. Cause that's what they call not Ann Aubrey. They just call me Aubrey. But they said, I've got a new game. I said, okay. She goes, here's what we'll do. They must've been younger. I think my oldest niece must've been three or four at this point. And she says, here's what we'll do. You'll, you'll be the per, you'll be the horse and sister will be the person that rides the horse. And I'll be the person that tells the horse where to go. And I said, okay. So I've got my youngest niece on my back. I'm crawling around and she goes, we, we got to go into this room. She gets me into the, my parents' kitchen with that hard ma- marble. And so I'm trying. She goes, Aubrey, a horse moves faster. And I said, I'm trying, sweetie. But, and she cuts me off. She goes, Aubrey, a horse doesn't talk. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, I've never been more proud of anybody in this my entire child. life. 
She's my favorite person ever. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, she turns. She's she's okay. Yeah. Like, How old is she now? She is about to be sixteen. Wow. It's creepy watching her drive. <laughs> it's got to be scary. It is. I remember as a toddler when my parents were putting in that marble. Incidentally, uh, they had like a one of those like rubber mats, like you know, a kitchen mat, and she would walk to the edge of it, and then she was afraid to step on the tiles, so she would cry. And it's like it's really hard watching this girl drive. It's like come a long way from the little girl that was too scared to step off the mat. Yeah. But yeah, she's like an actual my, person. I had my older two today on my lawnmower. Oh. oh. Was it, was it you stressful? Didn't, you no, didn't send uh, anything did about this? Did I what? You didn't send a picture with you and the chitlins on there? No. So wait, they were on the mo- their motorcycle. Lawnmower with you? No. Okay, they're, so they just my, driving. My mower is not big enough for that. Okay. So they asked me every time I have my mower out. I was like, hey, can I cut grass? Can I drive? I was like, eh, no. But I, for whatever reason, decided that I wanted to drink beer on my lawnmower today. And I'm not a drinker, but... I just decided that I wanted to start smashing beer. Yep. So I took him to a part of my yard where nothing was going to get hurt. Nobody. There's nothing. That if it's just grass and I'm very dirt. anxious about where the story is going. Okay. And my daughter, I put my daughter on the lawnmower and I told her, I showed her, you know, back and forth. That was yeah. zero turn. Going back and forth, how to turn all that stuff. And then I said, okay, figure it out. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go down and back. Uh-huh. I want you to figure it out. Let's turn her loose. She did good. Yeah, she did great. Great. She's kind of a natural. Yeah. And then my son, <laughs> who is very much a natural at that kind of stuff, because he's been, when we had our business going, he was in our skid steer, like doing all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. He just takes off and he just like that. Just zigzagging? Yeah. Oh. Like kind of sliding around, doing all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I might retire from cutting grass. Nice. That's how to do it, because I don't remember the last time my parents raked. Yeah. <laughs> that was We were told that's why they had us. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that before. I've been told that many times. May yeah. I use the restroom? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, and if you need to, do you need to jet out of here soon? Um, I don't have to, but yeah. Okay, well, we'll, okay. we'll do that when you return. Yes. It's the door on the right. It's the only one. Are you okay, sir? Yeah, why wouldn't it be? I don't know, so I'm asking. Yeah, I'm fine. I was just I thought that uh when you said that you had them on the lawnmower, you had them on there with you. That's, no, that's there's all. no way. Because so they're too big. You're telling me you're gonna retire from one of the greatest pastimes of America cutting grass. So smelling, when I say retire, smelling the fresh murder you have committed to a living thing. Yeah. So when I say retire, that means that I am probably just going to get a bigger lawnmower, the one that I wanted originally, anyway. Uh huh. And then they can cut with that one. Okay. I just I'm never going to stop cutting grass. I love cutting grass. Cutting grass is fantastic. I don't know why I enjoy cutting grass so much, but I do. I mean, I cut a lot that I want to buy. Yeah. Which is why I cut it. So after, they may consider letting me get it from them. After dad died, I, I did a lot. Like I cut the grass like every three days to the point where I would mow my yard real quick and then I'd run over to Chris and Nicole's house and cut their grass. What's wrong with that? Literally. And Chris was like, dude, you got to stop. Why are you keep, keep, keep cutting our grass? I was like, I got to do something. I got to do something because I'm going crazy. 
Yeah. And no, just sitting it. around thinking, well, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I can't do that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. To the point where I would go over there and cut their grass while Nicole was out there cutting grass. And then it became a game. So I would take my zero <laughs> turn and just make laps around her. So, <laughs> All yeah. right. You didn't mean it. You were pushing the button on the other side of the mic. It yes, does. It does. All right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I know how to press buttons. You figured it out. <laughs> Don't worry. I can. Calm degree. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Professional button pusher. Professional button pusher. Look at the back of yeah. it. Yeah. I think it's the right button. Huh. No. So, Miss Sillo. Yeah. Is there anything else in your life you feel like you want the people to know? I'm gonna say no because that's a really creepy question. Um, yeah, I heard well, it after yeah. I said it. <laughs> okay, so I'll ask it in a different way. Is there okay. anything coming up in your podcast or on your YouTube channel that there could be an interest for the people listening? Okay, that's how I asked. I just didn't yeah. say it like that. Yeah. See. Okay. Um. Well, like I said, the season one premiere or season one finale is going to be June first. I think it goes live at noon. Okay. Uh, it's local time. Or is it LA time? I never know. That's another thing. I got the, the team that I have is spectacular and they handle all of that. I'm the least qualified in almost everything I do. But they, I feel they, like that a lot. They Me handle too. all that. I the way that I'm that I wind up making these relationships work, they're like, oh no, we're just gonna take this away from you. Like you're just gonna break it. It's like, <laughs> yep, that checks out. That checks out. <laughs> but yeah, so um season one finale of of define normal, obviously. I was about to get into like the the Caleb Ethan of it all, um, and then of course yeah, no we spoilers. yeah. Well, we are going to be we're trying to do a special Father's Day episode for um, recommended to me by a friend. We're, okay. Yeah, we're trying to work it out because now we've not only got Leah's scheduled to, to work with, but now Leah's dad and my dad. So we got to work it out. And my dad, uh, I said, well. Because he's going to recommend something to me, and then he and I are going to talk about it, and then Leah's going to do the same thing. And my dad's going to do exactly what I would do in that situation. He's going to think of the worst possible thing to recommend. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be Lake Placid, but we'll see. Lake Placid? Placid. The movie Lake Placid? It's one of my dad's favorite movies. I love that movie. Wow. And I, I kind of I want him to pick Zorro the Gay Blade, which if you haven't seen, is a fantastic movie. Zorro the Gay Blade? What? Zorro the Gay Blade. I've never heard of never this. heard of that. George Hamilton plays Zorro. But <laughs> basic premise is wait for it. Basic premise, Zorro has died. And he leaves his legacy to one of his two sons, not knowing which one will get it. Now the swarthy Diego winds up going back to California and finds out not only has his father died, but now he's expected to pick up the mantle as Zorro. But on his very first night, ends up breaking his leg. However, his other brother, Ramon, who is obviously gay, um, has just come in. He, he's under the name Bunny Wigglesworth. And he is. <laughs> <laughs> and now, I think that might be the podcast episode name. <laughs> <laughs> and while while Diego is healing, Zorro now now uh yeah the mantle's now been taken up by Bunny. Um, is you know an effective Zorro, but much more flamboyant. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need. To I've got watch to this. see this movie. Yeah, no, that be. Is um, it on Netflix? No, it's someone... hard to find. Um, I tried to find it on DVD for a while. It was like a, it was a really weird print, like fifty something, and I wound it up. I wound it. I wound up getting it 
on DVD way later, like way later. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, look it up. It's worth the watch. Such quotes as, remember my peoples, there's no shame in being poor, only dressing poorly. (laughs) Is that where that came from? Yeah. I've heard that before. (laughs) I've also heard that. And I was just like, huh. Uh, Intriguing. But yeah, I'm kind of hoping, because hardly anyone's ever heard of that movie, and so, but I'm pretty sure my dad's going to do exactly what I would do, and that's pick because he doesn't want to do the podcast <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get my dad on here but he's on nights now mm-hmm. yeah a little difficult so apparently you can watch it on xfinity stream and hbo max i mean so i don't know what they're charging good. if it's under 20 it's worth it <laughs> mm. do it um but yeah so hopefully that'll that'll pan it like i said i don't know exactly what the episode will be and we'll we're see. hoping that we'll get it before father's day um because otherwise it'll turn from a Father's Day special to a salute to fathers. So we don't need a day. He's my dad all the time. So, yeah. Um, what? You know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are there, guy. Yeah, the guy that kept trying to embarrass me in class and then realized he raised me to be exactly like him, so he got it right back. Yeah. There, yeah. I don't know. Other than George Hamilton, I know nobody in this movie. Uh, Faye Dunaway's in that, isn't she? Uh... And I can never remember the guy no. that plays the Alcalde, but he also played Rachel's father on Friends. Did he play Doc Holliday? I don't think did so. Did you say Doc What did you say? Rachel's father. Oh, the Alcalde. Oh. The Alcalde. The Alcalde. I don't know what that is. It's it's the the Alcalde, like the 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 the, the marshal. Oh, is it a character in this movie? Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's a terrible riding tragedy. His horse was frightened by a turtle. <laughs> this movie's got... <laughs> Is it the same man who robbed you the first time? Yes, but he talked it differently. He talked it like a... <laughs> what? What did you say? Which one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets... He gets that. You okay, sir? Uh, yeah, right over there. Was it the turtle? <laughs> yeah. The best part... I want you to know the turtle that has caught this has been executed. <laughs> Is he gonna die? Oh, no. That's his goose laugh. Oh. He's fine. Yeah, you, just, you broke him with oh, what you did. God. It's kind of. Oh. It's one. Of, I might watch that tonight. Now I think. I will say, I'll, if you Ooh. hang out, I will find whatever it is on. I'll make oh. my TV an actual TV, and we'll watch it. Dude, if you want, that's fine. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, that would be fun. That is that's oh boy. Wow! I did. Can you find it? Uh, we're gonna find out. We'll turn this off. If you're watching it is it at your house, can I come watch it? Yeah, I'll come join you if you have it. I, I mean, that's a weird thing. I just met you, but I'll come join the movie. This is amazing. Because then I'm watching. If y'all are uh, serious about watching it, I can go to my house and get it. What do you mean go to your house and get it? I can go and get it. It's on DVD. Yeah, do you see a DVD player up there? Oh, well then fuck that noise. Well, why are you being snippy? Because <laughs> I don't sorry. know where I'm... my DVD player is. I have I'm sorry. one. It's somewhere. He's being so spicy. Do you see a DVD no, player? No, I'm just saying, like, do you see it? Because I don't have one No, you're up here right. right now. I was I was offering to go and drive to cheap, my house though. and come back I, in the effort to you know, avoid I you spending the rental charges. Too, yeah. I was in the wrong. 
No, Tennis. you were so you were. What I mean, a piece you're being super polite, but I'm just saying. Exactly. You see the, do you see the device that could work with that? Because I don't have one. And then I've thought about it. I have a PlayStation Two that could that could work. It's okay. You've already told her she was a piece of shit for trying I to be helpful. I did not say that. And solve all of the problems. I did not say that. That's how she heard it. I'm sorry. It was not it's not how I heard way. it, but that is how Insomni Aubrey will interpret it later. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I write these things occasionally on Facebook that started out as just like a way to like pass time for um, sleep meds to like take effect, and they're called the Insomnia Plays, which is one-act plays between me and fictional insomnia, and they just get, you know, just weird things like insomnia sitting there and going, it's like, okay, I'll let you go to sleep, but first... What do you think the real reason your mother didn't answer her cell phone is? <laughs> <laughs> or like, I'll let you go to sleep, but are you sure your car doors are locked? Oh, it's damn. Like, it's like, okay. Zora the Gay Blade. Zora the Gay Blade. It's not up there, apparently. It's not on Netflix. Oh, sad. No, this is searching everything. This is not Netflix. This searches everything on this on the Apple TV. Mm. Yeah. This Plus is just to be. Wasn't meant to be. <laughs> Because okay. obviously he doesn't have a DVD player, you piece of shit. I know. I feel <clears throat> bad about it. Look at here, motherfucker. <laughs> Just because I said it in a spicy way, I didn't mean it to be spicy. It's cool, man. I'm not going to cry about it in front of you. It's okay. I'll hug. We'll hug it out later. <laughs> we'll make this real weird. Yeah. But yeah. Make it weird. I mean, we'll go to the place that I thrive. It's awkward and weird. So. All right. Well. Movie plans canceled, but I should probably go. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Man. We're gonna we're gonna shut her down just before you strike again, being so helpful and shitty. <laughs> Enjoy the cookies. Enjoy, <laughs> Enjoy the cookies, motherfucker. Oh, but okay. Well, since you said that, I want to play the ad for you okay. that we could have had done and used. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you got to hear that first. You, you got to hear that okay. before it's, you leave. It's go, it's so good. Yeah, but you know, he's over there being all cool and awesome, yeah. trying to help us out, and I'm just all right, dick. Define normal season finale, season June one finale. first yeah. on oh, YouTube. If we can get some fan fan right, what's fan right? <laughs> there I'm you go sorry. again. My my fault. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry that I came to your home and was trying to be polite and well spoken. I learned my lesson. <laughs> what I meant to say was, I don't know, fuck you, maybe a little. <laughs> get over with you, piece of shit. <laughs> if we get enough fan interaction with like comments and stuff we're talking about doing um another episode but it's going to be an audio version because right now my cast is crazy scattered just like scattered all over the place so and two of them uh, obviously just become parents so i don't know that i'm going to have a lot of like a week of their time to do an episode so but yeah we will fill in as subs yeah, we can we can do what. Well, which one of you wants to play Reagan? <laughs> who's Reagan? Um, yeah, who's See, that? those are the two actors that we would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just tell me what you want. Now here's us the thing: Reagan and Josh, which are the two characters, um, are in a relationship. So are you guys like comfortable? As long yeah. as I get to be the little spoon every now and then. Well, there you go. I'll be your backpack. Thank you, babe. <laughs> I like mm. a backpack. That is, yep. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, I'm just remembering. Didn't. Was it? He said that he wore Mac like a yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, he wears Mac that was like funny a backpack. I've ever heard that man say <laughs> that was fantastic. So awesome. That was 
I still use that. See, yeah, that's way. poetry. That's what I want as a tapestry. Yeah. <laughs> like a little, yeah. I wear her like a backpack. What do you want written on your headstone? I wore her like a backpack. So that's beautiful. Define normal. Yes. June first on YouTube. Recommended to me by a friend. No where, idea when. Where are you found? Um. Okay. So we are on YouTube, obviously, and you can get our podcasts on pretty much anything: Apple, Spotify. Okay. Yeah. Any place you get your podcast. Oh, nice. We're on. We're on two places. Yeah. So, do you have any professional social media to follow or anything? I do not. No. Okay. No. Um, you think that I would, and I know that I do, but my team runs it, so I don't know how to access it. Oh, so well. what you could do is you just get that information from the team, and yeah. then we'll put it on in the link. Oh, I do. No. Okay, we have our actual. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just remembered exactly what it is. We have a Facebook page. It's actually a defined normal Facebook page. Okay. I'm very excited about that. I forgot. I can see this. <laughs> yeah. This, this sudden emotion. So, just I was like, how do you do it? And the reason why I know about it is because um, Dan Little, again, amazing producer, um, he set it up in a way that I can access it, and there's no way I can break it. That's great. Yeah, I know. That is fantastic. That's so good. Yeah. That's the dream. All right. So. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you guys for having me on. Yes. <laughs> we appreciate you coming and, you know, dealing with my shit. I mean, do you appreciate Like, because I feel like I like you're you're in a weird place now. No, I'm not in. Am I? Just mad because I uh, didn't know about the DVD hostile. player and what? You seem pretty hostile. You bit. were, you were definitely upset about her not noticing. No, it's not. It's not that. I just, I didn't think about it after I said it. I was like, oh, that was real dickish of me. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's fine. It's I didn't fine. dickish of you. A whole ass dick. Whole ass dick. Whole ass dick. A whole top hat of dicks. Hmm. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? A top hat of dicks? A top hat of dicks. I came dicks. to share a dream with you people and now it's really <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, for Miss Aubrey Sillo, go like and follow all of the things. Go support her dream. Go support her dream of her top go. hat dick. <laughs> Why are you doing dick? Give her a like and a follow on Define Normal yes, on YouTube please. and Facebook. And follow Recommended to Me by a Friend. And while you're at it, give us a like, too. Give yeah. us a like, a share, uh, a subscribe, all the some things. Some interaction. We have yeah. yet to have Have that. some interaction with us as well. That's very yeah. discouraging. Whenever you go weeks and you're like, no one, no one's there no one yet. Well, it's not. It's, I don't think it's discouraging. It's probably because the majority of people who listen to us don't think about it. They're like, oh yeah, just gonna listen to it, and then they get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I have people who text me or send me messages on like Facebook this, or directly Instagram. I have, contact us. I have one, he has his number one fan barge into my house. Nice. <sighs> I have one one last story. It has to do with our podcast. It was okay. the Lonely Hearts Club episode that we we did with the breakups. And in that episode, I was the only one that recommended music, and so I put like little clips of the music, and I was so happy. Whenever I got a notification that said, you can't do this, we heard, and you can't put this music on there, because I thought it meant somebody listened to it, and was like, oh, copyright. And it turns out it was just the algorithm. I used too much of the copyright music. But my immediate thought was like, someone's listening. I was so excited. By the way, the music comes in way Way louder. Way too loud, yeah. On the show. Yeah. And... I'm not going to judge your music. We couldn't figure it out, man. Not going to judge your music, but... Uh, it's the angry chick music, yeah. Yeah, it's it's too much. 
But it was super loud. Yeah. So loud. My dad described it as horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I would also like to throw in a review of terrible. Yeah. Okay. So what I want to have to do is I have to get your number after this. And then whenever I watch and listen to whatever's yeah. going on, I'll get a hold of you. So that's the interaction. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. All but, right, so you want my number so you can complain more stuff to me personally? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's how it works for us. I'm glad that we have that dynamic now. I mean, that's how it works for we us. We walked into strangers. Now we have a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. It's great. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, you are now the complaint department. You are. Excellent. So, now, not only do you produce, you are the HR. I'm not the producer, dude. What? We're, we're going to workshop it. When did that happen? Like, Just did I now. go to the bathroom and you're like, Aubrey's going to be the producer now? No, Just not now. this. Oh, okay. Like your stuff. You're a producer of your stuff, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Now you're the HR of your stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I do have the degree, so that's... Exactly. Finally yeah. using that thing. Yeah. For the one random close. asshole who's like, yeah, don't look like I got shit up there to make that work. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. She used her degree to find out that it was not indeed there. I gotta yeah. tell you, I was I was very close to going back to the registrar's office of my school and being like, "Hey, I need you. I need a refund for this degree. It's never been used." So, yeah. If only that was possible, because yeah. then I'd go back to Faulkner State and say, "Hey, all this shit that you try to teach me, not a fucking thing has been applied. I need my three grand back. That'd be dope." I mean, I have a <laughs> basic EMT certification. Well, it seems like that's useful. That yeah, was useful. I was using it before it. I had it. And then I got it, and I never did anything with it. On well, that on note, that note. <laughs> on that note, we're going to roll credits. Right. We're going to see here. this triangle with seven sides. Get for, out of here. Thanks for, again, guys. For Aubrey Sillo, for Jacob Giles, we are the Sofa Chronicles, ladies and gentlemen, and we are out. Bye, everybody. Bye.